I'm Laura Palmer, host of Island Crime. Season six, Sweethearts, is the story of three teenage girls who were all murdered in Victoria, Canada within about 12 months. So she was scared, something out there scared her. You've just created the playground where predators can really thrive. She was a 16-year-old girl. She was a sweetheart. Listen to Sweethearts at FrequencyPodcastNetwork.com or wherever you get podcasts. Find your frequency. From the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. This is Roz yes. and Mocha. <laughs> it's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey, guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carr. This is Ed Sheeran. You're listening to my boys, Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys, Roz, Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. Roz. Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. That is amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I'm reading this story from, they're talking about New York City because you can get vaccinated at 16 in New York City now. Oh, yeah. They're and, living it up now, and right? And the problem is people who are living in cities that are not like those American cities are going to see the way people are living. And I know that they're going to start to do it in places like here. So let me read you this headline. You okay. can bleep this. New York City singles ready for, quote, Summer as casual sex and COVID-19 vaccinations rise, they're calling it the 20s. No. Okay. Bathroom hookups are just the start of the debauchery they say is about to happen. Yeah. People are just ready to go. There is infinite demand for partying. They say no matter what you call it, 1967 Summer of Love is going to have nothing on the summer of 2021. So in a city like this or in other cities that are in lockdown, do lockdown rules matter? Because these are all the people. We have a very, very, very short window of summer in this oh, country. Yeah. And these are people who are going to look around the world and see the way other 20-year-olds are partying this summer. And I don't think lockdowns are going to matter. No. Like, if you think about the kind of summers that we get in this country, pre-COVID, you already have a short window where you need to take maximum advantage of almost every day, every single nice, hot, not raining day. No, no. Right? Every single weekend. So you add in being in lockdown for so long and people getting Bro. vaccinated, slowly getting vaccinated, things slowly starting to open up again. It's um, it's 925 uh, You're going to go wild this summer regardless of uh, lockdowns. I've always said one of the greatest things about living in this city anyway, and I noticed that the first time I moved here, which is as soon as the weather gets nice because we go through such hell, as soon as the weather gets nice in this city, people just start whipping off their clothes. Like people are half naked oh. in the city for two full months. Mm-hmm. Like two full months. Uh, text that we got here from maria uh from the um it's literally fine podcast i listen to this podcast actually uh is she says i mean in the best capacity that i can it's summer there's no holding back oh no (laughs) it's already in the mind of everyone hold on Maria. It's Razamoka. Hey, how you doing? (laughs) 
America. How frustrated are you? Beyond frustrated. <laughs> Yo, Maria, what's the conversation between you and your friends? How crazy are you guys going this summer? Okay, let me tell you something. Last summer, there were still lockdowns and everyone still went crazy. So I don't think anything from last summer to this summer is actually even going to change for us. Okay, but hold on. Wait, yeah, wait, hold, exactly. First of all, how old are you, Maria? 24. Okay. And what's your podcast called? It's called It's Literally Fine Podcast. Okay. It's Literally Fine Podcast. So you guys went through this last summer and and what I fear now, okay, for you (laughs) 20-year-olds, what I fear now is that we're living in lockdown world up here, but you guys are going to start to see people all over the states, like in New York, in Miami, in Los Angeles, where all those 20-year-olds have been vaccinated and you guys are going to take that as a lead, even though we're living in a world of lockdowns. Is that sort of like the, the the thing here? Like rules don't matter at this point, right? I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so real talk. Maria, what are your friends saying? Or like, what are you saying to your friends? What is the strategy? What is the game plan? Or yeah. is there no strategy? Is there no game plan? It's like, whatever happens, happens. So like, it is kind of like a bit of both. Because like, I know like last summer, like with a minute, like you could have like 20 people, everyone maxed out 20 people in my backyard. We're having a party. <laughs> so I think this year, it's kind of just like, as we go, we're obviously going to go with it. But at the same time, my generation is beyond frustrated and, and wants to be like everybody in the state so that might happen where they don't care anymore and everyone just starts partying like they want to is this about is this about socializing or is this about hooking up i mean, i to be honest i think it's a bit of both again for yeah. some people <laughs> okay. how, how do you how do how like how have you been able to hook up during COVID? like are you still using tinder and stuff no well i actually i met i have a boyfriend and i met him during this pandemic you did on Hinge. so during the lockdown did you guys like go on dates like were you breaking rules or were you safely navigating mm-hmm. oh, around. Yeah. Um, so like... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. So like, we, yeah, uh, we probably broke every rule because like he picked me up, violation, no mask in the car. So like, I guess you could say we broke rules right from the beginning, but we had gone for a, a walk. So I guess that was COVID friendly, but that's how I met him. But I know a lot of people around my age and older are still using these apps but like it's either they meet up and go for a walk or they do these virtual facetime but like at the end of the day like everyone's sick and tired of it if you want to go on a date they're just going to go on a date at the end of the day yeah i was that's what i was going to ask you like how what's the level of restraint because when you're sending those flirty messages back and forth and then they turn into you up send pics all those other things like <laughs> you, how do you not how do you not just like go out and meet somebody i mean hey you, you do like i i went out i was like screw this i'm going out i'm like i'm gonna go meet this guy hey ross just brought up the line the classic line you up send pics right as somebody who mm-hmm. navigates the, or prior to, to dating the guy that you're with now, Maria, for someone who is using the apps, right, what is the line that dudes would use? Are, are they still using you up, send pics, or are they using something else? Are they being, like, even more straightforward? The biggest thing that pisses me off what guys do is they'll ask you for your Snapchat before your number. Oh. And it's like, so the minute you get that message, like, what's your Snapchat? It's like red flag, throw it up in the air and run out of the conversation because you know exactly what they're looking for. And then you're going to get an unsolicited picture that you did not want in your Snapchat messages. So. Oh. To entice you to maybe return the favor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like you didn't you didn't ask, but they just did. And you're like, why? So if somebody goes ahead and asks for your Snapchat first, that's a red flag because you know they're just looking for nudes, right? Facts. 
Facts. <laughs> I'm learning. I'm learning so much. <laughs> All right. So this is going to be the summer for everybody, huh? Definitely. It definitely is. I like, you got to make the best of it. Like even last year, I know some people might make fun of me for this, but I wasn't even a big birthday, but I made my birthday in my backyard. Like I had like 30 people and I had a colored theme and I did this whole thing because I'm just oh extra fat and I wanted God. a birthday party. So I was like, I'm doing it. Okay. What's your podcast again? It's literally fine podcast. It's literally fine podcast. Uh, Maria, thank you so much. Anytime. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Hey Mel, it's Roz and Mocha. Hi. Hi, you have a second to uh, talk real quick about this text that you sent? I guess so, yeah, sure. Okay, so Mel has noticed, Roz, Mm. that whenever I ask who your favorite is, the ladies are saying that you are, and they're sometimes complimenting. (laughs) What do you mean by sometimes complimenting? Listen to this. Mel says, does Roz ever get sick of all these women (laughs) crushing on him and throwing compliments (laughs) at him all the time? Uh, so I'm so used to it, I barely hear it anymore. I can, I can tell. Yeah. <laughs> That's the exact answer I thought you were going to give. <laughs> yeah, I'm so, it, I don't even, I just, I don't even notice it anymore. At all. To be honest with you. Oh, okay. <laughs> at, at this point, it's just words. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. It, uh, it makes no, doesn't really, uh, doesn't really hit me, you know? Uh, Mel, how yeah. long have you been listening to the Raza Mocha show for? Uh, two years now, just since the pandemic started. Oh, oh wow. Binge well, listening. Well, yeah. Pandemic actually started. I know it feels like three years ago. Yeah. Pandemic started just <laughs> over a year ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it, how did you discover the Raza Mocha show? I'm not sure. I think I was just scrolling through the radio station. Oh, and okay. I do see your ads on the buses. So in the time that you've uh, listened, you know the question I'm going to ask you. That we ask everybody. Oh, yeah. I've been on your podcast already a couple of times. Oh, <laughs> oh so did you, you already answer this question? I have. Oh, well, I'm going to ask you again because Roz doesn't remember. Between no. Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite, Mel? Roz. <laughs> Hands down. <laughs> Hands down. Let's just, Hands leave, down. Let's, let's just leave it at that. Okay. Let's just... Yes, I won't give any reasons. What, do you have reasons? No, I don't want to know. 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 I always say, I always say, get out of the conversation before it starts to hurt. Right? Because Do double votes and triple votes count? It's, it's, or it's only one no, vote per person? Well, it's one vote per person. Yeah, no, it, uh, it, it's always at this point where I start feeling real good about myself. And then you guys on the other end of the phone always say it's because, like, I remind you of your grandfather. Uh, oh, no, not and, at all. Okay. Not at all. Okay. Okay. She's like great-grandfather. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Mel, we love you a lot. Thank you for texting in, and thank you for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show. Thank you so much for calling. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Kids write jokes on Twitter, Roz. One of my favorite accounts to follow. Kids write the jokes, submit it to this person who runs the account, and he will throw them up there uh, as tweets. With poor grammar, poor spelling, everything as <laughs> no is. No punchlines. Whatsoever. Why did the chicken drive a car? Why? Because it had legs. Okay. What does a snowman eat for breakfast? What? Snowflakes with milk. No. What do you call a chair with teeth and eyes and fins? Excuse me, say again? What do you what call do you a chair call with a what? What do you call a chair with yeah. teeth and eyes and fins? What do you call a chair? I don't know. A chair shark. Okay, yeah. What, this happens, is why I, uh... <laughs> what happens when you cook a lasagna? I, what happens when you cook a lasagna? Yeah. I don't know. It is a las pupa. <laughs> yeah.
Yeah. Again, these are jokes written yeah. by children. Yeah. Keep in mind, okay? okay. Uh, question. Who oh, lives I haven't in, forgotten. Who lives in France? The French? Uh, Mr. Bonjour. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what noise does a biscuit make? I don't know. Not crunch, no. but biscuit, 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 biscuit. Fair enough. Okay, yeah. Why did Han Solo throw R2-D2 off of the Millennium Falcon? See, now I have answers for some of these that are actually rational and probably funny in some some circumstances, but I, I feel that I can't give an answer because none of these are coming from a rational place. Okay, just give one at least. So I, why did Han Solo throw R2-D2 off the Millennium Falcon? I, I don't know. Because he smelled bad. Okay. <laughs> And of all the things on the Falcon that smelled bad, the droid was the one that got thrown off for it. What do you put in a toaster? Oh, God. I'm not. Bread. <laughs> That's right. That's what the answer is. Is it? Yeah. That's not a joke. <laughs> That's not a joke. What's a wizard's favorite spell? I don't know. Learning. Yes. Oh, God. What do cows call the cinema? What? So in an a question like this, you would think that the answer would be the movies. movies. But yeah. because it's kids who are making up these jokes, okay. and as you mentioned before, don't understand punchlines, yeah. what do cows call the cinema? What? The moosama. Oh, see, no, that's not right. And it doesn't make sense. That's not, it's movies is right there for you. <laughs> Movie theater. What will you do if you're lazy and someone tells you to go to the market? What? I will visit the online market. Okay. <laughs> Again, spelling and grammar means nothing, okay? No. So I'm reading these the way they were written by the children. Okay. The girls riding the horse, they all talking and putting on makeup. Then they hated each other. Then they be friends and they going to sing and they singing and everyone is happy. And then what happened? That's the end of the joke. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> what do you call a TV with teeth? What? Overpowered. Okay, there you go. What does a crocodile say to his doctor? What? Sup. <laughs> okay, enough. And finally, finally, what? kids write jokes. Knock, knock. Who's there? Poop. Poop, who? Orange, you glad I'm here? Poop? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <man>. <laughs> Written by kids. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Happy birthday to our guy Shem. Yeah, man. Happy birthday. Um, you can hit him up on Twitter and Instagram at Shem. You got big plans for today? I know it's your second COVID birthday, <laughs> so no, man, nothing. You know, you know, I would love to do something, but um. You know, I'm hoping that next year is good because next year is kind of a milestone birthday for myself. What is I next turn year? 35 next year. <laughs> oh, wow. I remember <laughs> that. Long time for you guys. Huh? Shut up. Yeah, for more, you're Listen, like 15 man. years. <laughs> Let's just... Hey, I got you a gift. Oh, 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 oh gosh. No. God. Oh, boy. Okay. Do, am I opening this right now? Okay, sure. Is, yeah. that, is that the idea? I don't here? care. Yeah, man. Okay. Yeah, go for it. What do you got there? This is D Downton Abbey. Oh. The motion picture <laughs> film. The Who sent you that for free, Maury? The movie company. Yeah. Oh, That's you. what Maury gifts are, right? Maury, oh Maury, Maury gathers up all the things that he sent for free, that he was sent for free over the year, and puts them in a bag that was also sent to him for free. Oh, no, uh, so nothing, and, and including the bag, why does, cost you? Why does it matter if you pay for something? <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. This is the thought that counts. <laughs> yeah. Right? Is there anything it's else not, in here? It's not so much a gift that, like, a hand-me-down. Yeah. Right? Oh, it no. feels like it. Yeah. And then this is, what, let's what's, see what this is. Who gave you that for free, Maury? Sound, the Sound of Metal. A toque. Oscar-winning yeah. movie. As we get to the summer. A toque. <laughs> yeah. 
Okay. Oh, yeah, well, I mean, it's, it's not bad. I mean, yeah. I'm prepared now. Sure. Okay, what else? What yeah, else? Is there anything else in there? And well, we also uh, prepared a song for Shem. So, Dan oh, and Maury, uh, you know. <laughs> we did? Dan- what do you mean we prepared a song for Shem? Maury's lumping us into this we thing, right? Oh. So, Maury likes to write poems and songs for people when it's their birthdays. Okay. And knowing that Shem is like a super huge fan of the acapella group Pentatonix, we're not able to get Pentatonix here to sing for Shem. Okay. So what David Morey did was write a song to the tune of another very popular song and wants us to play the role of Pentatonix, like me, you, and him to perform this song How now for Shem. How am I only Shem. finding out about this now? I emailed you an hour ago. <laughs> so according to Dan Mori's email, he wants us to perform as like an acapella group uh, to the tune of Dynamite by BTS. Right, just for some inspiration for you. Okay. Shoes on, get up in the morning, cup of milk, let's rock and roll. Okay. The, the, the disgust in my face, Shem, has nothing to do with the fact that it's your birthday. I was going to say, you know, you don't look too thrilled no, about this. No, I'm not. Is that what this okay. is, Maury? Is this what Maury literally handed me? What is this, lyrics? Yes. Yeah. I thought this so, was a commercial for something we had to read after the show. For <laughs> Shem's birthday. Happy birthday, Shem. Thank you, guys. Um, we are now going to perform a cappella style. A birthday song for Shem to the tune of Dynamite by BTS. Now, do you know how the pentatonics type stuff works, Roz? So whoever's not, whoever's line it isn't is, you're doing things with your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> so now I get to do things with my mouth for Shem's birthday? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow, this COVID, this birthday. COVID birthday is turning around, huh? <laughs> 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 I would have wore socks. Okay. I apologize in advance. I don't know. Okay. Go ahead. So, yes. Go. How do we start? Well, I'm the first couple of lines. So it's you and Mocha that are just going to do like. Like one of you does that and the other one. Will it help if I join in? No, you can't. Oh, okay. It's your birthday. All right, I guess. That. You just sit back and I have enjoy. a feeling we're not going right. to get to this because of Roz. <laughs> the sass coming from this one over I here. I'm trying to wrap my head around this. I'm all for it. I'm all for celebrating, doing stuff with my mouth and all. <laughs> Come on, I'm, I'm all relaxed now. Go ahead. <laughs> Okay, go, don't talk do, about do something. <laughs> okay. cool, Here we man. go. Ready? Also, don't talk about joining in either. <laughs> okay. One, two, three. I don't know. How's it? Boom. Boom. Or are you supposed boom, to start? Boom, well, boom, I'm waiting boom, for you guys boom, to, boom, to do the music. Okay, ready? Boom, boom, One, two, boom, boom, three. Because it boom, hit his birthday. Boom, oh, yeah. Shem always lights up every room. All right. Zoom on, camera up, don't show too low. Voice like silk. Let's take a stroll. Shem's birthday song, don't make it dumb. He's not an Emma Stone. Oh, he's hot as Emma Stone. Boom, boom, boom. He's single, cuddlesome, probably follows you on the iPhone. I'm going to let everybody know right now this is two pages. And we've got through three lines. We will not get through the rest. Is there a chorus? Where's the chorus? Yeah, there's the. It's, there's the part there on the second page with the bottom. On the second page? That's the chorus? Okay. Well, this is 16 font. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay, okay just okay. get to the chorus, where, man. Where, where's the chorus? Show me where the chorus is, Moore. Okay, 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 everyone? 
yeah, like the very bottom where Roz so, says, they shining through the city, he's a hunk, you'll drool. Oh, okay. Okay. Let me look at Shem. Look at me right I'm in the eyes when I... I'm feeling very like... Look at me in the eyes when I say this to you. Okay, oh, please. I'm okay, ready. Okay, yeah. okay. Three, two, one, and... To the city, he's a hunk. You'll drool. You light it up, teeth so white. Oh yeah. Wow. T e e e e instead of dynamite, it's t t t t t t t t. Oh, t t t t t t t so white. T t t t so white. Happy birthday. Wow. Happy okay. birthday, Shem. Okay. Feels so much better. <laughs> Do you know? Because now I'll tell you what, I've never felt older. I'm exhausted after this. Hey. The Roz and Mocha Show. Podcast. All right. Hey. It's time for Name That Quarantine. Oh, yeah. I'm so excited for this. Okay. So, Quarantunes. Uh-huh. Uh, name That Quarantune is the game, and uh, the story goes, could you name a legendary track by only hearing the first line of that song? And I know initially you're like, yeah, of course I could, but it's actually very, very difficult. And the theme today, gentlemen, Mm -hmm. uh, because it is today as it has always been, uh, Mocha versus Dammit. Maury, the theme today is Freak Tracks. These are songs that... Freak Tracks. Oh, Freak! Freak Tracks. Oh, damn. These are songs to best get your freak on, too. Oh, damn. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay. These have been compiled from many different lists to find all the similar tracks that have all risen to the top based on everybody's opinion of what is the perfect freak track. Kevin Moore, how do you think you're going to do with this one? Oh, I'm going to do very well. Are you okay. kidding me? Okay. okay. So, uh, Shem is here. He will be the uh, judge and uh, scorekeeper. Uh, Mocha, can the people at home hear your buzzer, please? Uh, Maury. Mocha, one more time. Uh, Maury. Okay, I will call for a number. You'll be given the clue. Are you ready, gentlemen? Yeah. Freak Tracks. Name that corn tune. Uh, give me number two. I'm just a oh, Mocha. That is uh, Pony by Genuine. Correct. Nice. <laughs> How you feeling, Maury, so far? Oh, oh, I was pretty close there. Uh, okay. Close to what? Uh, Give me number eight, please. Oh, Mocha. I'm a slave for you, Britney Spears. Correct, Amundo. Still feeling good, more? Uh, At least I'm hitting my buzzer. Okay, (laughs) there we go. That's true. That's true. And moving on in the uh, category of freak tracks for Name That Quarantine, uh, 12, please, Mocha. Mocha. Th- salt and pepper, push it. Correct, Amundo. Easy. Uh, Sham, the score is? <laughs> Three nothing, okay. Mocha. Maury, what can we do to help you here? Take away Mocha's buzzer. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, because if, 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 you, if you're finding things that are not fair, let me know, and we can, because I don't want to be accused fair? of. I, well, I don't want to be accused of stacking the deck one way or another. So are you. No, but in my head, I'm yes. winning. Oh, oh, fair enough. Then. <laughs> okay. Okay. What's that score, Shem? <laughs> <laughs> Number nine, please. Uh, Mocha. Khalees Milkshake. Yes. Do you even know that song? I know who wrote it. Okay. Uh, moving on. How about, oh, four. Give me four. Uh, Mocha. LL Cool J doing it. Wow. <laughs> now, I, I'm not going to, I don't want to generalize this, but again, the category is freak checks. Mm. Best songs to get your freak on to, right? Yeah. Now, I'm not saying that this has anything to do or could be affected in any way by which one of you freak more. 
But but Mocha is winning by what, Sham? Five nothing. Five nothing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. I just got to find the one song that Maury did it to that one time. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, let's go 13, please. We got I do not know that song at all. Damn it, Maury. Maury. Oh, um, your Body is a Wonderland by John Mayer. Yes. Is it really? <laughs> I told you. I told you we'd find it. <laughs> But I didn't freak to this song. I, I told you we'd find it. Wow. <laughs> I got to this song. <laughs> to this song? Yeah. It's oh, like a breakup song. Oh, that's, a, that's a different list. <laughs> uh, number 14, please. What? One, two, buckle my shoe? A freak song? I don't know that song. It sounds like 98 Degrees or something. That is uh, Booty Man by Craig David. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Never heard it before, but apparently it was on everybody's list. One, two, buckle my shoe. I'm just saying, it's a song called Booty Man okay. by Craig David. I've never heard it before, but it's on literally on everyone's list. Wow. Okay. Uh, number one, please. Uh, Mocha. Uh, George, George Michael. Michael. I want, I want your, your sex. sex. Right, yes, Mocha. Why were you answering that more? Just so you knew. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that is, this is a sexy song, boy. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, this is a classic. Okay, like, should we still keep going? Yeah, we gotta let's stop, do it. Let's stop do. that song. Stop, it's okay. doing things uh, to uh, me. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> doing, doing what, though? Doing what? When you, say, when you say it's doing things to you, what is actually happening? Tinglies. Describe what's happening. Tinglies. Tinglies. <laughs> like, because it fell asleep? <laughs> no, that's so good. <laughs> <laughs> Been sleeping for years. Okay. And we will end. <laughs> we'll end. <laughs> okay, we'll we'll end on uh, we'll end on this one. Number ten, please. Maury. Madonna, justify my love. Incorrect. Mocha. Oh, um, that is Madonna. I don't know that song. Erotic. Actually. Oh, okay. <sighs> So final score, name that quarantine. Boy, don't say you tingly and then make that sound. Okay. <laughs> final score, Sham. Six to one for hey! Mocha. Also, also, can I just say that from the time more you said that you were tingly to the time making that sound was about 48 seconds. Okay. <laughs> that might that might be your problem right there. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Three days until Mother's Day, Roz. Oof. Aaron, what's your mom's catchphrase? So my mom has three children, and oftentimes we would hear, and now I know why tiger eat their young. Oh. What? And now I know why? And now I know why tiger eat their young. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Oh. Y'all were some bad kids, huh? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had our moments, and there's two boys, and I'm the youngest, so, you know, oh, we kind of had no. some trouble. Oh, that's harsh. That's, that's harsh. That's actually really funny. <laughs> that's Yo, hang on a second, Aaron. I blame your brothers, by the way. <laughs> hey, Jessica, how are you? It's Roz and Mocha. Hey, I'm doing good. How are you today? Uh, good. Jessica, what's your mom's name? My mom's name is Joanne. Joanne. And what's Joanne like? Is she a good mom? She's a 
good mom. Yeah, she's a business oriented mom. She can be fun sometimes. Okay, so what's your mom's catchphrase? What was sometimes? I know. What was your mom's catchphrase? So, um, often when I would go to talk to my mom, I guess I would just stand in the wrong spot, and she would look at me and go, "Jess." You make a better door than a window. Because oh. <laughs> like you're standing in front of the television, right? Yeah, like it could be anything that she was looking at or trying to do, and I guess I'm just always in the way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Kids have a kids have a way of doing that to their moms, where you're just doesn't matter what you do, you're just always in the way. Yeah, completely. <laughs> uh, okay, hold on a second, Jessica. Yo, David, what's going on? It's Razamoka. Hey, what's going on? Are oh, you Razamoka? Right on, man. What's your mom's name? Growing up, what was Zizi's catchphrase? Put the hockey stick in your ass, spin and fly. Okay, so, okay, so wait, wait, wait. Put wait, a hockey wait. stick in your ass, spin and fly. So if you were being if you were being a brat to your mother, she would say what to you? She would say, "Put the hockey stick in your ass, spin it and fly." Put the hockey stick <laughs> in your ass, spin it and fly. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> okay. Wow, very Canadian. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. God. Okay. Yeah, so the reason is my brother came home one day with a hockey stick. Yeah. I told her he wants to play hockey. And then he told her the cost. And then obviously she started laughing. She's like, put the hockey stick in your ass for this and flop. Wow. <laughs> and then that became the saying. That's wow. funny. That okay. became the phrase. Okay. So your brother came home and he's like, Ma, I want to play hockey. She was like, how much? And he told her and she was like, put the hockey stick in your ass, spin it and fly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and after all of us started laughing. Uh, <laughs> that's so funny. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Dun, 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 dun. Happy dun, Star Wars dun. Day, everybody. Look at the calendar. May the 4th be with you. Yeah, you are absolutely right. Uh, which program do Jedi use to open PDF files? Which program do Jedi use to open PDF files? I don't know. Adobe One Kenobi. Boy, <laughs> 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 I love that one. <laughs> What droid always takes the long way around? What droid always takes the long way around? What? R2 Detour. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I love celebrating wow. Star Wars I Day. I know you do. It's a big every day for single, you. Every I like when you get year. excited about this stuff, man. I got a new Star Wars shirt. Oh, yeah. Today. What you got doing on today? Hold I got on. Let me see this. C3PO and R2D2 today. Oh, yeah. Right? Uh, yeah. Damn it, Maury made some cold calls to celebrate Star Wars Day, May the 4th, to tell some jokes and to also get people's impression of various characters across the galaxy. Listen to this. Hello? May the 4th be with you. <laughs> May the 4th be with you, too. So what's your name? Uh, my name's Chloe. Chloe, and where are we calling you today? Uh, I'm in the UK. I'm in Birmingham. Can I get from you your best impersonation of somebody from Star Wars? Uh, sure, I can give Darth Vader a go. <laughs> you don't know the power of the dark side. Hello? Hi, how are you? Good. Who's that? Uh, this is uh, Dammit Mori with the Roz and Mocha Show. Where am I calling you at? Uh, I am in Winnipeg, actually. <sighs> 
May the fourth be with you. <laughs> that sounds good. Yeah, and also with you. Let's hear your best Star Wars impression. Do you have one that you can give us? Oh God! Oh God! Hello. Yes. May the fourth be with you. No. 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 Oh. It's for all of us. Where are we calling you at today? <laughs> I am here in Fort Worth, Texas. Can I hear your best Star Wars impression? I will give you, it's a short one, but I will give you the, the best one that I have. It's probably still not that good. From my favorite, Obi-Wan Kenobi. <clears throat> Hello there. That's it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Hello? May the fourth be with you. And with you. Oh, yeah. Why did Anakin Skywalker cross the road? Uh, to... Get to the dark side. Uh, oh, you got me on that one. Spoiler alert. <laughs> oh, you have to regale us with some sort of Star Wars impression so we can celebrate Star Wars Day with you. I guess I could do... These are not the droids you're looking for. Whoa. Wow. Okay. Uh, I love you. I know. Wow. <laughs> R2, we cannot go this way. No, don't go this way. Master Duke is going to be in so much trouble. He's going to be so upset with us. Damn. Wow. Wow. Happy Star Wars Day to you. May the force be with you. <laughs> Where are we calling you at today? Where are we calling you at? Really into it. I'm in Newcastle upon Tyne in the UK. All right. I've got to hear your best Star Wars impression. What can you do? Let's see if we go Admiral Akbar for you. Oh. It's a trap. Let me get a glass. Luke, I know what you got for Christmas. Come on then, Darth. Tell me, tell me what it was. How do you know? And he says, I felt your presence. <laughs> may the force be with you. And uh, may the force be with you, too. And I also find your lack of faith disturbing. <laughs> All right, who am I calling and where are we calling you at? Uh, this is Ted from Ottawa. Why couldn't Luke find love? <laughs> oh, I, I don't know. He was pretty busy, though. Well, he was looking in Alderaan places. Nailed it! Well done, sir. Well done. Let's celebrate Star Wars Day. Who can you impersonate from the world of Star Wars? So Chewie says, <laughs> Jabba the Hutt says, Happy Star Wars Day, everybody! The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. All right, Thomas, welcome to Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What is on your mind, brother? I just want to know, are we required to give out food for a drive-by birthday? Oh, interesting. So, hmm. yeah, you wrote us, Roz and Mocha Fix My Life. My wife wants to give a medium pizza gourmet style to each car. Oh, my. Oh, so wait a second. You're not going to the birthday. You're hosting the drive-by birthday. Exactly. Okay. And then you say, uh, I don't think that we need to feed anyone for a drive-by party. Uh, help me prove her wrong. Okay. So I thought that you were going to be in the car going somewhere to a drive-by birthday and then would hand the birthday individual food or a pizza, right? Yes. So you're talking. Well, we are hosting. 
you're talking about hosting, so you're going to be the family on the lawn, and as cars drive by, your wife wants to give a, a medium gourmet pizza to each car? With dessert and a lupe. Your wife's doing too much. Dog, no, absolutely <laughs> not. No, talk... Listen, drive-by birthdays, I know they've been in existence for, like, just over a year now, yeah. right? It's a wonderful thing. I think it brings smiles to, to everyone's faces. But, it's a real nice thing. But I don't think you're obligated to give any that. type of food. You know what? The loot bag, that's a cute idea. I don't. I haven't heard of anyone else doing that, but I think it's a real nice thing. So if you want to do the loot bag thing, then that's fine. I think food is going a little bit too far. I think your wife is just in tune with the sort of general feelings about a drive-by birthday, which is that nobody wants to do it. Yeah. And I think that your wife realizes that nobody wants to do it, and she wants to at least make it worth their while for cheering your kid up. And then maybe in return, you guys do a drive-by for one of your friends for their kid's birthday, all this. It's just this sort of big circle that goes on. Uh, but I think that the, the reason your wife wants to do this is because she just truly feels guilty that people are going to disrupt her day, get in the car, and get nothing for it other than making somebody else's kid happy and it's a bit of a pain in the ass to be honest with you um so i'm with her on that like i really i really am i think that i think that her head and her heart are both in the right place meaning that you know you got to try and make this worth it they're doing a big thing for you guys and getting really nothing out of it um but do i think that it needs to be like a full meal and all that stuff no i think the loot bag is a nice is a nice thank you gesture right yeah, but I think it's going a little bit too far with the pizza and the cake and the drinks and whatever. Because then, what does that say to the other parents who are driving past the house when it's their well, turn to do a drive-by birthday? Are they then expecting? Or are they thinking that it's expected that they do? They have a food option as well. Is the is the pizza and everything else? Is it intended for the adults in the car? Like, is this primarily family, like grown ups that are going to be driving by, or is this primarily kids, your 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 daughter's friends driving by with their parents? So it's going to be the parents and their kids. But she was thinking something kind of gourmet style, not too large, not too small. And I told my, I her logic is we're hosting. So if it's a traditional party, <laughs> but it's not, <laughs> it's not though. It's a quick drive by oh. honk on the horn. People wave, maybe you blow some kisses and then that's it. Yeah. And then everyone goes on their way. Yeah. I, my opinion is that you don't need to provide food. Is it too much if I ask you if, for you to tell her that? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> when, right. when's, when's your, uh, when's your kid's birthday? Oh, so it's in August. Oh, okay. Yo, yeah. she can listen to this why on the podcast, bro. bro. Yeah. Why don't you do? Why don't you do, do something like this? Why doesn't? Because uh, how old's your daughter? She's turning five. She's turning five. Okay, cool. So, what would be fun? And I don't know whether this would be fun for a five-year-old, but it would be sure fun for me. Um, yeah. Okay. So, if you guys are having like four cars, how many cars are you expecting? I would say ten or fifteen. Okay, so ten, ten or fifteen wow. cars. You go and you find yourself two of the biggest super soakers you can find, okay, or three of them, and you run them in rotation. So somebody, as all the cars are driving down the street, you've got somebody else, I don't know, your brother, something like that. He's five houses up, and he's loading up these super soakers. And as the cars slowly drive by, you hand one of these super soakers to the person in the car, and they're going to hang out the window, and you as the dumb dad are going to stand there in a T-shirt with a target on your chest, okay? And you're going to give these jabronis in the car who don't want to be there anyway some sort of way to get all that aggression out <laughs> okay 
and your daughter's going to love it and you're going to be standing there on the lawn in August getting soaked. And to me, that seems like a fun idea. And it makes it gets them doing something in the car while they're driving by. And it's fun videos and your kid's going to love it. And then uh, two houses down from there, maybe somebody's got the cake and you're cutting cake and you're putting it on little plates and you're giving it to the people in the car. I don't think you need to go all out with this meal, man. Yeah, perfect. I love that. <laughs> right? Like per, Prosecco and gourmet pizza and whatever else you guys are doing. Please. No, nobody wants that. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. Yeah. I don't know. What are you doing, Mocha? Are you guys, have you done a drive-by birthday for the boy yet? No, Cruz's no. birthday was not that long ago. Right. And it was just us And it home. was just you guys, right? Yeah. Right. And I guess last year, too, it would have been... Too little, right? Like, yeah, no, and nobody year, was doing anything last, last year. Last year was still, it was last year was his first COVID birthday. Right, right, This year, right, second. Right, right. So we just like did it up real big for him. We got like a ton of balloons. Yeah. And, uh, and we got a nice big cake and we made like a ton of food. Yeah. And it was just us right. at home. Right. Yeah. Yeah. See, to me, that that's cool. Doing doing something, you know, you can keep it low key, but if you if you want to have that drive by, I think you got to give the people in the car, you know, incentive to be there. And pelting you with a giant super super soaker for me would be incentive enough. Well, thank you so much. I think I'm. I'm. If I take you up on that one, I'll send a video of you guys. Or Dude, send me your address. I'd like to shoot you with a super soaker. <laughs> but no, man, I think I think do something like that. You got to give people a little incentive for being there. Give them a piece of cake, but let them do something. Well, I'll pass that message to my wife. Right and I'll, I'll send you guys a video of us giving out the pizzas. Yeah, right. Cool. You're going to yeah, pass exactly. the message. <laughs> exactly. You're going to make a listen to this on the podcast. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, anyway, enjoy handing, enjoy handing out the pizza, man. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Later, Thomas. All right, bye. Bye. Bros and Mocha's Fix My my life on kiss uh hey let me go through uh some of this with you here okay so they put together a list of the i don't want to say like urban legends but things that we all grow up thinking are true because somebody in our lives very early on told us they were true. Oh, okay. I grew up forever. My, my, I had a mother who always would yell at me if I would leave the house with my hair wet. Oh yeah. Cause you catch a cold. Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. That's mom science. Yeah. That's not like actual science. It's not a, it doesn't like, it doesn't attract virus. Right. right. When you have wet hair, yeah. it's fine. You may get pneumonia you could get, but you'll catch a cold is, is not. My that. husband still believes that one. Does he? Yeah. We have to wait till his hair dries. <laughs> what oh, a life you live. <laughs> uh, the other one. So they, they, they listed a bunch of these sort of myths and a lot of them are based on like mom science from, okay. from us growing up. Right. Um, but they listed a bunch of these myths. The other one is that cracking your knuckles causes arthritis. Yeah. Which it does not. Oh, really? No. At all? No. They say it's it's just releasing gas in between your fingers. It may cause uh, weakness in your hands, but there's no proof of a full-on arthritis. I was today years old when I learned. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, I'm just going by this. This could be completely wrong, too. I don't know. Um, The myth that dogs only see in black and white. They say that the newest science says that they probably do see color, just not as many as we do. They're basically red-green colorblind, like myself. Am I red, right. green, colorblind, or blue? One of those I am. Can you see the green in my hat? I can, but okay, so you're but not. no, but I go through like Catherine will always say, "You look great in blue," and I'm like, "This is gray." 
And she's like, that's blue. And I'm like, shut up, liar. And then I leave the house. Can you see my shirt? And then, no, no, no. Yes, I can't. I, just, I have very, I have great difficulty distinguishing between things that are this and things that are that. Oh, okay. Like I'm convinced, like I have many shirts where I'm convinced they're one color, but Catherine and Roxy tell me there's something else that they're, and that they're I don't right. see. I guess they're right. Yeah. I don't know. I have no way to prove it. It could be a massive troll job. Can I'll be on my deathbed and they'll be like, <laughs> <laughs> what color is, gotcha. Gotcha. What color is a fire truck? No, I know that. He knows I, what colors I just, are. I literally just tried my he best to explain. At all. Yeah, I just, I tried my best to explain. Okay. Uh, the big one that, and this, you first started hearing this from like girls in high school when it came to shaving above the knee, which was that shaving makes your hair grow back darker and thicker. Yeah. Right? That was the myth. Uh -huh. And everybody lived by it. Scary myth for ladies. Scary myth. Exactly. Yeah. Everybody lived by it. Not at all true. You're not going to create more hair follicles. Right? The hair follicles that are like there. It'll just the hair grow follicle. quicker. It'll, it'll just, it grows back. Yeah. But the problem was, is that when we all start shaving, we start shaving at a young age when your hair hasn't fully matured. Sure. And so as you're shaving, you get older and you start to mature and your hair naturally gets coarser and darker and yeah. thicker. Right? But it's not, shaving doesn't induce that. I was told that if you shave off your eyebrows, they won't grow back. No, that's not true at all. I know. When I first went to get tweezed, I was scared because I'm like, if you screw up, uh, that's it. You get tweezed? How? Yeah. What do you mean when you first went to get tweezed? How old are you when you got tweezed for the first time? Like in between, right? So like when I was 18 or whatever, and I was sitting there going, please don't screw up because it won't grow back. But <laughs> wouldn't you want that though? To not grow back in no, the middle? No, but if she screws up and takes off too much. Well, so hold on here. Now you're saying you got sculpted, not tweezed in the middle. You started this by saying you were just cleaning up the middle. Yeah. Now you're talking about getting full on sculpted. Oh yeah. I wanted thin, like thin eyebrows. Thin. Yeah. Wow. Like it looks like I'm always happy. That's a look, huh? <laughs> That's a look. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. So everybody's coming out of the woodwork to try and explain that picture of the Bidens with the Carters yesterday. Oh, so weird. <laughs> like there's so much wrong. Or sorry. Not wrong. So much that looks wrong that appears wrong. <laughs> right. So if you haven't seen it, um, <laughs> the, the, the Bidens went to visit um, uh, Jimmy Carter and his wife, and their Jimmy Carter and his wife are old, yeah, right? They're, super old. They're, old. They're, they're old people, mm. and they're in their living room, and uh, Jimmy and his wife are sitting in two separate armchairs, and uh, Jill and Joe Biden are kneeling down beside those chairs on either side of them, mm. and the way that the picture looks, the optics in the picture, it looks like. Um, the Bidens are sitting there with two tiny little ventriloquist dummies. Completely. They look like miniature human beings. Yeah. There's The picture is so weird to look at that it looks 100% photoshopped. It looks completely fake, but that was the picture that was actually tweeted out by the Carter Foundation. Like, this was... And the proportion of the um, the furniture in the room as well looks a little bit weird. weird. Like, there's like, next, I guess on the left side of... President Biden yes. is like, um, it looks like a, a footstool maybe. Yes. And it looks huge. Right. So it looks, you know, sometimes when you go to like, I don't know, like Florida or Niagara Falls or any of those places where you pay $6 and you go into a room to take pictures for Instagram uh -huh. and the, the, the way that they've designed the room, you stand in one specific place and then things wind up looking huge or whatever sure. it is. That's what it looks like. But it looks like they're like they've managed to recreate that with real human beings. And 
everybody now is coming out to try and explain why the hell that happened. And please don't blame the photographer yeah. because they were just simply working with what they had. Yeah. And the ex- also the, the real quick too the room that they're in, <laughs> yes. like everything about the everything. photo looks fake. It looks like a dollhouse, like, like a like, set of like a TV sitcom. It looks everything in the room, everything about the picture is so super weird. Like it looks like their hands are up their asses. They're controlling them. Yeah. Right. So is there an explanation? There is. So the explanation from photographers, because those are the people that really chimed in, because this is a mistake that everybody has seen before, is the, the one explanation is the guy or girl, whoever took the picture, was just literally trying their best with what they had, okay. which is you got to get four people in a shot in a very small room. Uh-huh. And so you use completely flat light and a wide angle lens. Yeah. And you're not back far at all, even though the picture you see the entire room, the photographer is probably very close to them. And when you use flat light, there's no shadows and shadows help with perspective and where things in the room are. So everything just looks flat. Like it looks like everybody's just in a line all close together. And when you use a super wide angle lens, the things on the outer sides of the frame always look well way bigger yeah right like i don't know if you've ever like when you've seen yourself on a wide angle lens but if you lean a little bit too far like one way suddenly your arm is huge and sure. you're like i'm jacked and then you move back and you're like no i'm weak again. like older older models of gopro yes right yes are notorious for yes. that kind of a shot yeah you go a little bit too big this way you got one big ear yeah right yeah so that's the explanation for it but my god this picture like it's so but, and 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 because jim the way jimmy carter's sitting his like he looks like he's about four foot one but he looks like he wears about a size 22 shoe right like it's like he like, wears shack sneakers yes, like everything about <laughs> the picture is just so so question, bizarrely sad when they know that this picture is going to go out to the world yes right? like yes. i'm sure it had to have gone through a bunch of different uh, approvals before being tweeted out sure, or getting to the Bidens. Sure, sure. But again, you work or getting with, to the Carters. Right? Again, you work with what you have, right? And and this was this, pro- is, this is the best of the bunch. This could I'm you imagine sure, what the other ones look like? I'm sure this was the best of the bunch. Like release the Snyder cut. I know. I want to see the ones where the Carters are actually sitting on the laps of the Bidens, though. <laughs> 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 this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Remember the other day we were going through that list of names that the website Nameberry released that parents are searching for the most when trying to come up with baby names for yes. their unborn, right? Yes, and they were all very old-timey. Yeah, so like... Like Prohibition-era names. The five boy names that this website gave out were Silas, Atticus, Arlo, Theodore, and Finn. Yeah, those guys are running moonshine. <laughs> and then, Definitely. And then the five girl names that people were looking up are Luna, Maeve, Aurora, Isla, and Aurelia. Mm-hmm. I would say four out of the five of those girls when they're around 18, 19 years old, you'll meet at a party and they'll go, give me your hand, let me read your palm. <laughs> Guaranteed. <laughs> Guaranteed. <laughs> Guaranteed they're going to be into that. I bet you it's going to either be Luna or Maeve. Thank you. <laughs> uh, so the reason why I bring this up is because there's this trending topic. People are sharing cringeworthy baby names they psychic. wish didn't happen. <laughs> yes. Okay? <laughs> Thank you. I knew someone named 95 South Stewart. Whatever. Because he was born on I-95 South. And then they say, I have proof. But then they didn't actually Fair enough. provide the proof. Okay. I knew a woman. This one, I, do, I absolutely don't believe. Okay? okay. Yep. I knew a woman who named her baby Maconium, which is the first black poop a newborn makes. 
No chance. <laughs> Come on. There's no. no way somebody in the world right now no. has a name Maconium. No. And okay. I'm not Googling that to find out either. <laughs> no, I work at a doctor's office and we have patients who are twin boys named mm-hmm. Hardcore without the letter E at the end. And the other brother's intensity. Shut up. Really? <laughs> yeah. Really? Hardcore and intensity. That's like, what's your McCall? That's like Rebel Wilson. Her sister's name is Anarchy. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Is it really? Yes. Rebel and Anarchy? Yes. Oh, my God. Uh, there was a student at my school named Felony. I asked her about it, and she said, they named me that because when I was born, my mom said I was so cute it was a crime. I grew up with these two brothers, and their dad's name was Fred, uh-huh. and the one brother's name was Edward, and the other one was Edwin. So it was Fred, Ed, and Ed. It's <laughs> like a doctor's book. <laughs> yeah, no joke. <laughs> Uh, I once met a girl named Creme Brulee. Shut no, it's, up. no, it's not a joke. That was her actual name. Another person wrote, I'm a pharmacy tech, and I once filled a prescription for a patient named Velveeta. <laughs> Another person wrote, said my mom once had a patient named Lasagna. <laughs> no, she did not. Uh. Um, my mom taught school for 39 years and her best student name story was about two brothers named Maximum Blaze and Bam Bam Blaze. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a teacher and I've seen some stuff. December Cupcake and her sister Barbie Sunshine were two of my faves. No, December Cupcake was the poor girl's name? Or boy, I guess. I don't even know. I assumed Uh, a girl. Again, these are uh, people sharing cringeworthy baby names they wish didn't happen. I have two more to read, okay? Please, yes. My brother-in-law had a kid in his class named Jurassic. <laughs> and finally, I knew a child named Supreme Knowledge. Shut <laughs> up. No, you did not. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Hey, Adam. Welcome to the Roz and Mocha Show. What's going on? Not much. How about you? Good, buddy. What's on your mind? Well, I haven't talked to my dad in years, and now he wants back into my life. Ooh, yeah. You wrote this. Roz and Mocha Fix My Life. You are 19 years old and have a terrible relationship with your father. Uh, We haven't talked in years, and he's recently been trying to reach out. You go on to say, I don't know much about his life life and he doesn't know much about mine i'm not sure if i should let him back in my life and how we can even do that Hmm. uh uh, in terms of him reaching out what is he saying like have you had a conversation or is he just like leaving you voicemails or like sending you text messages uh it's more voicemails and to be honest i just don't pick up the calls anymore Mm -hmm. yeah how long has it been i would say about uh, two to three years now. Okay, so it's we're not talking like estranged over you know decades kind of thing. It's been no two to three years. And what was the I don't know how deep you want to get into this, but what was the reason you haven't talked to your dad in a couple of years? Um, you know, he just wasn't there for me emotionally. I believe as a father, he just didn't really help me with the little things I needed growing up. So I think that kind of destroyed the relationship in the beginning. 
I would say that if you're going to do any sort of reconciliation, the first thing that you have to do is one, you got to, you got, you got to take it slow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, no sitting and having these conversations, long conversations on the phone. I would even start with email or text. Um, take it slow. And before you do anything, even that step, you have to make sure that you are in a place emotionally where you're ready to do this because you can't jump into a brand new relationship with somebody who's estranged like your dad and then expect to deal with the emotional stuff afterwards. You have to do the work and be prepared emotionally before you decide to do this. Uh, When your dad would leave voice messages for you, what would he say? Would he just be like, hey, Adam, I want to talk? Or like, would he go into detail about things? Just, hey, Adam, I want to talk. Not really much detail ever. And do you have any siblings? I do. I have a younger brother, and he talks to him a little more often than I do. I would say at least once a month. And what are Uh, those, like, do you know about those conversations? What are they talking about? I don't ask too much, but it's it's not really anything in depth. It's more just how you do it, and they go for breakfast and come back home. Okay. And what about your mom? What's her take on on everything like you guys said you know take it slow build a relationship how you feel and in your own pace and just start small i would say my advice to you in this would be two things one um if you are going to rebuild something with your dad the one thing that you can't do is sit there and dwell on the past your conversations can't be based around all the things that went wrong and all the hurt that happened i think that the only way that this is going to be successful is that if that you both go into this with the idea of building an entirely new relationship starting from now okay i could do that and if it works it works and if it doesn't it doesn't but you can't you can't sit there every conversation talking about how why he left why he was awful um how you fell all that it's it, that's that that's not going to give you the thing that you're hoping it's going to give you which is some sort of closure reasoning as to why you felt so lost uh when he wasn't around so i think that if you are interested in having your own man in your life i think that the only play is to start fresh build a new relationship does your mom talk to your dad at all uh occasionally about um the little things yeah fun. yeah oh okay yeah. so he's not like reaching out to her trying to um trying to bring the family back together no it's more through uh even my brother sometimes he'll try to get my brother to get me to communicate with him yeah that works Which though that works stressful. well i know yeah. but th- i know but that works sometimes using a third party helps things along um it's it's a little bit more indirect and gives you a little bit of distance I agree. So don't I wouldn't I wouldn't look at that as being sneaky or trying to backdoor something. I would uh, I would you know sort of, I would I would look at that as a, a way for you to not be a hundred percent involved all the time out of the gate. Okay, I can do that. Take uh, it, take it yeah. slow though. Take it slow. Do you want a relationship with your dad? It's hard to say because we've never really had one, so I don't know him well enough. But it's it's it would also be good, you know, so I don't have to dwell on the past. So you are curious. A little bit, yes. Yeah, okay. yeah. I, I think that you need to you need to set the rules here, man. You need to you need to be the one that dictates the pace. You need to be the one that dictates how this thing rolls forward. And he's got to be cool with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he can't he can't come in now um, expecting to be forgiven. That's not going to happen. And, and he also has to understand that like his relationship with your younger brother is not going to be the same type of relationship that uh, potentially could could happen between you and him. Mm-hmm. But I think that you're I think that you're 19. I think that you can build a new relationship with your dad if you want to. And then when you guys are solid, when you are on on good ground, you can go back and you, when you you'll be ready to have those conversations about, you know, where the hell he was and why did he do that to you? You'll you'll get to that yeah. point, but you can't get to that point out of the gate. Okay. Does that help? That does help. Dope. Awesome. Thank you so much for reaching out, Adam. Thank you so much.
Bye-bye. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life on KISS. Melissa, happy 15th birthday. It's Roz and Mocha. Oh, my goodness. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Doing great. Thank you. What's Thank your plan? You. What's your plan? Um, I have school today, and um, I think later we're going to have some cake. Yeah? Do they, uh, now that you're doing, like, virtual school, right? Like, whenever it's somebody's birthday, do they do something for you in between lessons? Like, does everyone get together and, like, sing happy birthday, or is that just, like, not a thing anymore? Um, honestly, I think it depends on your teacher. If your teacher wants to do something, then, yeah. Uh, yeah, but, schools now, what uh, they do is they'll celebrate one day a month everybody's birthday who is in that month. Oh, okay. Right? So, like, you'll have birthday day, yeah. and anybody whose birthday is in that is in that month then gets to celebrate. Because, like, my kid, her birthday's January 3rd. Yeah. And I think this may be this up. I don't even know if it's going to happen. She's never been at school for her birthday. Right, because it's always during the break. Right. It's always during the break. And the so, tail end of the break. Exactly. Uh, so sh- they celebrate hers at some de- time in January when the other kids are yeah. born in January. I guess that's, that's, right, what, yeah. that's when they that's when they. So do what it. do they do? Like sing and everything? Yeah, I think so. Uh-huh. Like yeah. games or anything? Yeah, and I think that sometimes like a, a mom or dad whose kid it is on their birthday, they'll tell the teacher that they'll order pizza for lunch for all the kids or oh, something that's like nice. that. Yeah, just stuff like that, right? Well, happy birthday. Thank you for listening to the Raws and Mocha Show. Thank you so much. And uh, we hope you have a wonderful day. Thank you. You and got go, it. And go give your mom a big hug and a kiss because she's the one that reached out to us, okay? I will, I will. All right, girl, you take care. Thank you. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Hello? Lindsay, happy birthday. Hi, thanks. It's Roz and Mocha. Oh, hi. What's going on? <laughs> Not much, how are you? Good, we wanted to catch you before you had to go to, uh, to your job as a teacher. Your brother, Matt, is the one oh that God. reached out to us and was like, yo, I don't know what to get my sister mm-hmm. for her birthday, so can you guys call her? Oh, my God. Wow, he's pretty cool. Good for him. <laughs> uh, no, he totally slacked on getting you a gift. Uh, I would say this is pretty pretty cool. I know, but this, we... This makes up for it. <laughs> we've been the gift for many a man who has forgot or waited to the last minute to get something for somebody that they yeah. love. Completely. <laughs> no, no, listen, he's actually ahead of the game. My birthday's not till Saturday. So okay. He's like on the ball here. Okay. So yeah. um, this is your second COVID birthday. Um, what yeah. uh, I know you probably weren't hoping to, to still be uh, in this situation. So what are you, what do you got planned for the weekend? Um, I think I might uh, just have some backyard drinks. Um, I think my boyfriend mentioned there's something about a yes day. I don't know if you've seen this TikTok trend where anything I say, he can't say no to. It's not, that's not a TikTok trend. <laughs> Gen Z morons. <laughs> <laughs> yes day has been around forever. All right. Well, I think a yes day is in the works and uh, otherwise just keeping it pretty low key. So have you been thinking about it? Like what's involved in your yes day? Well, this is the thing. Like, now I'm kind of planning my own birthday. So, lots of power in my hands, but there's also not much to do. So, right. I don't know. Right. So, under the circumstances yeah. with what we are allowed to do, what are yeah. you thinking? Uh, I'm thinking maybe like a picnic. 
Um, I don't know. Hit up some like takeout places that I love going to. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Do you have any ideas? Like, I feel like there's not much else. That seems like a pretty easy yes day. Yeah. Well, that's really all you can do, right? Oh, I want to go for a walk. Okay, sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One of things we've been doing from day one, anyway. Why don't you do? Why don't you do something cool and like spray paint your name on something, or have him do it? Oh, Say, hey, wow. I need you to go buy a can of spray paint and find a building and. Tell the world how much you love love me on it. <laughs> vandalize. Yeah, vandalize something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there, there's a nice church. Looks clean, that wall. <laughs> right? No, I wouldn't I wouldn't recommend spray painting a church. Uh, but, you know, I look I look around this city and even in the city that you're in. And, you know, there's, there's a couple walls that could use some love. Well, like a Canadian tire or something? No, not a Canadian tire. <laughs> Don't, maybe, yeah, let, let's put Canadian tires and churches on that same list. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I've been to I've been to, to your city enough times to know that there are some walls up in that place that could use a little love. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Need a little updating in yeah. uh, a more positive way. Get right. right. A yeah. nice walk, yes. a nice yeah. picnic, and some uh, graffiti. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good. Yeah. Pretty rebellious. Uh, I'm sure. for it. Um, what else could you do here? Um, like, <sighs> geez, I don't know. Like, nude stuff is always fun, too, right? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Well, he, he's not going to say no to that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, obviously, then you have not worked hard enough on your list. <laughs> no, I haven't. It's like, I just found out about this yesterday, so it's, uh, it's in the works for today to think through it. Well, yeah. happy birthday. We hope you enjoy your day. We hope you enjoy your yes day coming up on the weekend, whatever is uh, is on your list. And um, and thank you so much for being such a great supporter and uh, listener of the Razamoka Show. Yeah, no problem. I listen to you guys every day in my classroom. It's like always kind of on in the background. The kids love listening to you guys too. So yeah, now that we're online, I hope they're listening at home. But <laughs> yeah, I forgot that you yeah. were a teacher when I said all that naked and vandalism stuff. Sorry, <laughs> yeah, I know. sorry, <laughs> forgot. <laughs> yeah, I forgot. Yeah. I'm sorry. No, no, it's good. Anyway, right. happy birthday! <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Okay, bye. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Mother's Day is this weekend, Roz. I know. Uh, what is your mom's catchphrase? What's that one thing she's always saying <laughs> that you and, roll your eyes at? Yeah, and if you can do the voice too, that would be incredible. And best catchphrase wins. Best impersonation of your mom wins. $1,000 gift card for Loblaws. Hello, Laura. Welcome to the Roz and Mocha Show. How are you? I'm great. How about you? Good. What's that catchphrase your mom got? Whenever I ask my mom to help me with something, I... She gives me this back. I gave birth to you once already. Oh. The rest is up to you. Oh, wow. So, like, everything is up to you at that point. Okay, so what do we got? I gave, I already gave birth to you. What more do you want me to do, right? Exactly. Oh, and then what, what's your What's your response back to her? Well, Mom, uh, I can't do any more than that. I can't give birth to you. How How old are you? I'm 38. You're 38. Okay. And your mom is still giving you the, I gave birth to you. What more do you want from me? Oh, yeah. Jeez. Yo, hold on, Laura. What was the last time, like, what was the last thing you asked her to help you with that she gave you that line? Uh, I don't know. Probably just deciding on something, buying something. Oh, yeah, wow. Jeez. Yeah. yeah. That sounds like a healthy relationship. Okay. Hang on, Laura. Okay. 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 Hey, Heather, what's going Hello. on? It's Razamoka. Good. Good. How old are you, Heather? 
I'm 13. 13. Okay, this is here we go. Uh, Heather, what is your mom's catchphrase? What's the thing that she says to you over and over and over again? Um, so whenever I'll ask her, like, where is something, yeah. she always go, it's in your face. <laughs> but how does, how does she say it? Um, Do her voice. Like, in your face. <laughs> <laughs> so, wait, so, you're, your so, so you're like, hey, mom, where's my phone? And then she says... In your face. In your face. Oh, damn. Okay, cool. Wow. Okay, hold on then. Hi, Sarah. How are you? It's Ron Zamoka. Good. How are you guys? Good. Good. How old are you, Sarah? I'm 24. Okay. You still live at home? Yeah. Okay. What is it? What's the thing that your mom has said your whole life over and over and over again? Okay, so I don't cook, and she likes to hold that over my head. So sometimes when I come home, I'm like, what's for dinner? And she'll start cackling, and she'll be like, my ass fried! And then she continues cackling. Okay. My yeah, ass fried? Is that what you said? What, what does she say? Yeah. My ass fried. So, okay, so hold on here. Okay, so hold on here. So you say, Ma, what's for dinner? And she says, my ass fried. Yeah, that's her way of saying nothing. Okay. I didn't cook. Okay. And you said, you said she says it with an accent? Yeah. Okay, why? What's your nationality? Uh, Cape Verdean. Okay, can you say it the way she says it? She says, my ass fried. <laughs> I've never heard that before. My grandmother, you can bleep this, right? Uh -huh. My grandmother, anytime you ask my grandmother what was for dinner, she would say one of two things. Either cow Wow. Or 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 I'd be like, hey Grams, what's for lunch? And she would look at me and say, stick. Yes. <laughs> Those were the two things you you got. And what actually was for dinner was uh was ham and boiled potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> But okay, so uh, I like that one. I really like that one. Hey, could your um, could your mom use a thousand dollar gift card to Loblaws for Mother's Day? Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay, right, Sarah. I go. think I think that you have hands down absolutely won this round of uh, what's your mom's catchphrase. Yay! Thank what's, you guys. What's, what's your mom's name? Her name is Nina. Nina, you want to shout her out right now? Tell you love her. Love you, mom. You're welcome. See. <laughs> <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. So they rounded up everybody in the Lady Gaga dog walker shooting. What do you mean? They so got them all? They got them all. How many of them? Apparently. Five. Two. No. Five. Five. Okay. So you Break have, you got the, this is, and you knew as soon as the story came out, anybody yeah. with a brain knew what was going on. So apparently they had been casing this dog walker. Yeah. So they knew they didn't know they were Gaga's dogs, okay. but they knew that this guy owned these dogs and these dogs, again, these French bulldogs go for incredible amounts of money on the black market. OK, so it was three guys who are now charged with, I believe, attempted murder, including an 18 year old who was the one that shot him. No. OK. Yeah. Now, what happened was, if you remember, the dogs were returned like a day later. A yeah. woman said she found him tied up in an alley. And then she walked the dogs into a police station. Was like, I think these are the dogs you're looking for. And then they were like, Yeah, cool. So what was the money? What was the, the five hundred grand? Five, boy, half a mil, right? Mm. Five hundred thousand dollars. So where this always all goes bad is when you're able to connect the person who comes in to claim the award, the reward, to the people that actually did the crime. Was she like a. Uh like a girlfriend or sister of one of them? She was the girlfriend of one of the guy's dads. Hold on, what? So now it's the three guys involved in the dog stealing and shooting. Yeah. The girlfriend of one of the guy's dads Wait, so the, and what? one of the guy's dads. 
So that's my question. Yes. So the guy's dad yes. was involved in this whole thing. Well, he was after the fact because I'm sure that they were like, oh, my God, we got Gaga's dogs. What are we going to do? And they were like, well, no. let's get that half mil. And so they all got involved. And then the girlfriend of one of the dads went and turned the dogs in, which, of course, is like that's two steps to incarceration. Right. Like you idiots. Yeah. But that's how it always goes bad. It's this always a, the person who comes in for that reward. This is a movie or at least a yeah. TV show. Yeah. It's always the person who comes in for that reward. Uh-huh. Right? Something and that's fishy. that's why that's why you put up that kind of reward. Right? Because you know whoever stole those dogs is going to sniff out that and be like, "Well, what's the dog's worth?" You think they instantly got the money? Or you think it was like, "Oh, let's just I don't think they wait, I don't think they yeah, I don't think they got the money. But like maybe they were asking and the police were like, well, there's a whole process we have to yeah, go through yeah. with making sure we secure the cash. Like, well, yeah, no, get no, it out to no you I don't properly. think it was I don't think it was that. I think it was you'll get your money when the investigation's over. Yeah. Right. We're still we're still in the middle of the investigation. You'll get your money when the investigation's over. But I don't think wow. they got the money. Um, so five, five people. people, three, three guys in the car, one guy who did the shooting. Uh, attempted murder, the dad of one of the guys and the girlfriend of the dad of one of the guys who was the one that walked the dogs what into the police an station. incredible story. Idiots. Holy. Hey. The Roz and Mocha Show. Podcast. Well, here we are, huh? Uh-huh. Hey, Mocha. Yeah. You ready? Yeah. Let's do the news. A Roz and Mocha Show and Kiss 92.5 News Break. So Victoria Beckham had the absolute greatest reaction to receiving Crocs from Justin Bieber. Remember, he designed the the Drew Crocs and Yeah, and they sell else. instantly. Yeah. Oh, my God. Did she throw them away or So something? he sent a pair to Victoria Beckham, mm-hmm. and she wrote, A lot of people have been asking me what I'm planning on wearing after lockdown. What do we think about this suggestion from Justin Bieber? She goes on to say, Okay, this is so kind of Justin to send me Crocs. Uh-huh. Never worn a pair of Crocs. Uh-huh. This did make me laugh. I mean, it is the thought that counts, right? Thank you so much. Then she put up a poll. And it just simply read, will I be wearing lilac Crocs? And then she later posted the poll results where 57% of people said no, while 43% of people said yes. Then she added, well, that was close. I think I'd rather die, though. But thank you anyway, Justin Bieber. Oh, the poll spoke, though. The poll spoke. I don't know. Listen, Victoria Beckham, you got to, at least for a picture, you, you got to wear them. Hell no. Why not? Hell no. No, you can't you can't do that to your followers. No, no, you no, put up no, a poll, no. you gotta follow through. No, no, no. That's no, trash. No. You're trash for doing that. No, no. Fifty seven said no. Forty three percent said yes. Oh, sorry. It was yeah. the other way. I thought it was the other no, way around. No, 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 oh, okay. No. Also, yeah, no, it could be a hundred to 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 zero. And Victoria Beckham is still not doing her famous leg kick on the couch with a pair of crocs on the end of that foot. Well, that's trash. Then don't put up a poll. Hell ball. no. Don't put up a poll then. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Um, according to um, Noah Centineo's agent, who gave a statement to Collider yesterday, uh-huh. the official word is on He-Man is that Noah is no longer attached to the project, quote unquote. Oh, for real? Yeah. So what this happened? was the no idea. Uh, this was the. I see what you did there. This was what? Oh, that wasn't a pun. No. What I say. No What's idea? His, yeah, because oh. you went no idea. Oh. As in Noah. Centineo? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. No idea, Noah Centineo. <laughs> um, 
so this was like three years ago now, I think, that two and a half years ago that he was rumored to be, and he had done a bunch of interviews talking about his diet, training for Masters yeah. of the Universe and all this stuff. And then he got involved with Black Adam, with The Rock. And then so you were like, well, is he training for that? Or is he training for He-Man? Or is he training for both? Or what's going on? And the last sort of interview that I could really see where Noah went deep talking about Masters of the Universe was back in 2019. Mm. And he hasn't really said anything since. So, so he's no longer doing the movie. He's no longer doing the movie. They said yeah. he is no longer attached to the project. So I don't know what's happening with He-Man, but Noah Centineo is not going to be He-Man um, because this was a Netflix movie. And of course, he's a, he's a Netflix guy, right? Yeah, he does yeah. a lot of stuff for Netflix. But, um, but yeah, so Noah Centineo out at Masters of the Universe. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Kiefer Sutherland and Jason Patrick were on a podcast together. So Kiefer Sutherland, obviously Jack Bauer, Kiefer Sutherland, just straight up cool. Uh, Jason Patrick was one of his co-stars way, way back in the day when they did Lost Boys together Mm -hmm. and they became great friends. Years later, Kiefer Sutherland did a movie called Flatliners, which they remade a couple of years ago with... um, uh, I don't even know who was in that movie. The, the movie didn't do well. It didn't do well. No, nobody saw it. But on that movie set originally is where Kiefer Sutherland met Julie Roberts. Okay. Okay. And then they got engaged. They did? Yes. Kiefer Sutherland and Pretty Woman were engaged yes, at one point? They, yes, they were. There's no way. Yes. Pretty Woman was enga- was supposed to marry Jack Bauer. Left him on their wedding day. On their... Girl. Okay. Left him on their no. wedding day. Left him for his good friend, Jason Patrick, who he had just starred in Lost Boys with. Girl! Right? No! Yes. Was he at the wedding? Well, like, was he supposed I, to be, like, maybe the best may, man or something? Maybe. They were great friends. Girl, what okay. you doing? So now Jason Patrick and Kiefer Sutherland, all these years later, are finally talking about it. Yeah. And this is what they had to say about the whole thing that went down on the podcast. That was a difficult time for me, and, and I think it was an uncomfortable time for both of them. But look, honestly, the truth where I'm coming from, you fall in love, you fall in love. There's nothing you can do about that. And... and She's an extraordinary person, and he is too, and timing is what it is, and, you know, everybody moves on from that. When I saw him again, it was more of a laugh and a toast, Mm -hmm. and I've said in the press before, they've both been subsequently married since a couple times. I think they're both very happy in their lives, Mm -hmm. and what lasted after all that is me and Kiefer is... 35-year buddies. Right? Damn! (laughs) Yeah, 35-year buddies, even after all that. Big mistake. <laughs> right? <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Caitlyn Jenner is facing backlash uh, after sharing her views on transgender girls competing in high school sports. So TMZ, ca- TMZ caught up with uh, Caitlyn, who is, of course, wanting to be the governor of California, also trans, on her thoughts on the debate whether trans girls should be able to compete with in girls' sports in high school. This is what Caitlin had to say. Hi, Caitlin. So there's legislation in various states to ban biological boys who are trans from playing girls' sports in school. What's your opinion on that? Uh, in that. This is a question of fairness. That's why I oppose biological boys who are trans competing in girls' sports in school. It just isn't fair. And we have to protect 
girl sports in our but, school. But, but if someone transitions and now identifies as a girl, isn't it delegitimizing their identity to prevent them? Have a them? good day. Oh, oh and uh, later on in the day, Caitlin uh, went on social media to tweet this. I didn't expect to get asked this on my Saturday morning coffee run, but I'm clear about where I stand, she says. It's an issue of fairness, and we need to protect girls' sports in our schools. So Caitlin Jenner, former Olympian, gold medal winner... Mm. And trans is opposed to. Wow. Very interesting. Having trans uh, individuals compete in girls' sports. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. <laughs> I don't know if you saw this, Will Pitt. Did you see the picture of Will Smith that he posted? No. So, Will Smith posted a picture and. Uh, on, like IG? Yeah. And he just said, I'm going to be real with you. I'm in the worst shape of my life. And the picture is awesome, by the way. He's wearing like tiny little booty shorts and um, like a tracksuit top, only a tracksuit top, but it's undone. And he's got like this awesome dad look on his face. And, oh my god! Okay, <laughs> right. So, so no, you look okay, like a dad. Bro. Okay. So Will Smith writes, "I'm not. I'm going to be real with you." I'm in the worst shape of my life, right? <laughs> now, now, normally when people do this, this is when everybody starts coming out of the woodwork being like, no, man, you look great. You, yeah. you were still like hot will, right? Yeah. All of this stuff. And then I start going through the comments and Questlove wrote, this is the most amazing post in the history of social media. No other comment. Uh, Jenny J. Wow wrote, same, live your best life. Oh, Steve, no. Steve Aoki wrote, ha, 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 ha. That face fits the caption so well. There oh, was no... No support. There, there was no... The <laughs> nobody, nobody was like... Oh, no. But like, man, don't worry about it. Right, COVID, yeah, we all understand. Nothing, nothing like that. But, no uh, support. But if you haven't seen it, it's... One, it's now my favorite picture of Will Smith because it, the look on his, <laughs> like the look on his face. And I know when some people do these, hey, this is my, this is my body. I'm proud. Uh -huh. Like we've seen a million of these posts, right? They're they're still in a way. They always seem a little curated to me. Like they Completely. always seem like I'm going to be real in the the least authentic way possible <laughs> but this is will in the backyard with like flip-flops on no filter just letting it hang and he's probably and it and looks like he, the way his face is he's like mid-conversation yes right like maybe somebody took the photo and he's like you better not post this anywhere yes, but he like, posts exactly. yes <laughs> yes but i will say this will in that picture will smith looks like he isn't having he is having the greatest saturday ever absolutely right the sun is shining <laughs> right it's a gorgeous day uh, that may be my look for the summer that just booty shorts and a track top not done up bro do it bro please do it do it please do it <laughs> the Roz and mocha show podcast podcast you see billy eilish on uh what is it vogue magazine oh is yeah that the deal now she's blonde everywhere oh she, yeah she, you she know what that, she that one picture where she's blonde and it became like one of the most liked pictures on the history of instagram yeah i saw on uh um, Couple of photos on IG over the weekend. Yeah, she looks good. Yeah, I like it. It's like doesn't even look like it though because she's so she is such a, and I'm going to say character, but that's not what I mean. I mean that in the same way that Katy Perry is, where you sure. you see Katy Perry and you're sort of used to the all the things that Katy Perry would do, but it was always sort of Katy Perry. Billie Eilish the same way, mm. green hair, whatever, whatever. Like that was just her thing, and. Even though she's in like a bustier and whatever, 
like she still somehow looks a little bit more normal than what she did before with sure. like the green hair and the everything it's else. It's just a drastic change. And I'm just not, I'm not used to seeing Billie Eilish look, I guess, this normal. This normal, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know I like it's the really blonde wild. hair though. It's really wild. At first I thought that weekend when the blonde hair video or whatever the week was, yeah, yeah. Um, when that short clip came out, I thought after a while that it was a wig. Right. And yes, I thought maybe I, it was for like a music video or photo shoot, which we know yeah. it was for this, uh, but it is her real hair. She said uh, in the interview, I've literally never done anything in this realm at all, <laughs> you know, besides uh, when I'm alone and stuff. Why would you wear a corset? My thing is that I can do whatever I want. Uh, don't make me, uh, don't make me not, don't make me not a role model because you're turned on by me showing your body and showing your skin or not should not take any respect away from you. Is what she says in the magazine. She goes on to say, uh, it's all about what makes you feel good. And if you want to get surgery, go get surgery. If you want to wear a dress that somebody thinks makes you look too big, uh, F it, wear it. (laughs) (laughs) If you feel good, you look good. Um, but yeah, no, it's, uh, it's awesome. It's awesome. She's doing a lot for this new record. Like, it's a total reinvention, right? Yeah. And, I, and we've only heard the one song, so I don't know how much musically it is as a reinvention, but um, but her her aesthetic has sure changed. But I remember this, too, from back in the day where this was... I was trying to think of how normal this was because there were people back in the day, artists back in the day, where you wouldn't even recognize them from album to album. Mm-hmm. Like, Madonna did that. Oh, yeah, right. M- Madonna was like, in every album, she had a... She looked like a completely different person yeah. album to album. I remember Madonna wasn't blonde anymore. I was like, well, that's not... You can't do that. So my question with that yeah. is... These decisions, whether it's Billie Eilish or you're going far back as Madonna or other artists from like the 80s and 90s, was it their decision as an artist or do you think it was like management or saying, label saying, hey... You think you think Billie Eilish's management is saying, "Hey, how about a corset?" No, 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 no. not a corset. But like, hey, we want to make some, we want to uh, make some news. We want to cause a big splash. Yeah. Is there anything you could think of? Uh, maybe you want to dye your hair. Maybe we want to do something a little different just to catch attention. I think that this is. I, I think that there's a part of, and I don't, and I don't know for sure with Billie Eilish, but I think that there, I suspect that there might be a part of this that is reclaiming um, ownership because if you remember, there were pictures of her that were released that um, a lot of people were going in on and as they were unflattering. Mm-hmm. And that was really the first time you had ever seen Billie Eilish's arms or, or, or yeah. her in People shorts. were being mean, man. And they were being mean. And I think that this for her is a way to reclaim that, to sort of take ownership over that, to not be shamed, to not be embarrassed, to um, just sort of let it all out and say, you know, this is me, F you, which is just about what she said in the article. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but, uh, but yeah, no, I'm, I got, I got, you got very used to years ago, the reinvention of, of artists when Madonna did like a prayer and she was a brunette. I was like, what? Yeah. Nobody saw that coming. What? At it was all. Super, it was super weird. Right. Yeah. What's that Maury? Did the rain video with all black hair. And then, yeah, and then, yeah, when, when Madonna showed up in the rain video with black hair, oh, with short yeah. black hair, like we're, we're like, so that's used not my to Madonna. It. No, I, I know. At all. <laughs> Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hank said that her battle with COVID was so scary that she actually thought that this may be the end. This is Pink uh, earlier this week talking to Extra. 
This is going to sound crazy, but we had COVID last year, very early in March. It was really, really bad. And I rewrote my will. Jameson and I were really sick and Carrie and Willow weren't. So, you know, at the point where I thought it was over for us, I called my best friend and I said, I just need you to tell Willow how much I loved her. Yeah, it was really, really scary and really bad. As a parent, you think about, you know, what am I leaving for my kid? What am I teaching them? And are they going to make it in this world, this crazy world that we live in now? And and what do I need to tell them if this is the last time I ever get to tell them anything? Isn't that oh my crazy? God. Isn't that crazy? <sighs> A lot of people going through that, man. That's so sad. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Um, Diddy made good on changing his name to Love. Again? So, well, remember he said that he was going to do this? I think it was like back in 2017 or something like that. Yeah. When he said that he decided to change his name to Love and would only be answering to Love or Brother Love. So on social, he posted a shot of his driver's license. And his driver's license now simply reads Sean Love Combs. And this is what he had to say. I'm just not who I am before. So my new name is Love, a.k.a. Brother Love. I will not be answering to Puffy, Diddy, Puff Daddy, or any of my other monikers, but love or brother love, okay? Really? Not answering, though? Yeah, that's not fair. Right? That's not cool, man. Can I just go through real quick the name changes that yeah, he's please. had? So in the early 90s, he was Puffy and Puff Daddy. Uh-huh. And then 2001 to 2005, he was P. Diddy. 2005 to 2006, he was Diddy. 2006 to 2008, he went back to P. Diddy. 2008 to 2011, he was Sean John. 2011, for one week only, he was known as Swag. And then (laughs) in 2014, 2014, he went back to Puff Daddy. And then for that short period of time in November of 2011, he was love slash brother love. Wow. And then went back to Diddy. Wow. And now it's official. He is a Sean Love Combs. You know, I do remember in 2017 when that made the news. Yeah. Like brother love from the WWE. Right. He was like legit pissed. Oh, was he? Oh, yeah. that's right, because there was a guy, a wrestler, our manager, right, yeah, from wrestling. he's known as uh, Brother Love. Right. And he's got a very popular podcast right now, so oh, I can't wait really? to, to hear his thoughts yeah. on Diddy officially changing his name to yeah. Love, a.k.a. Brother Love. Yeah, you can't snatch up somebody else's identity no. like that. No. That's, uh, <laughs> that doesn't work. But anyway, he's going with it. It's on the driver's license. Sean Love Combs, a.k.a. Brother Love. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Yo, you see this TikTok video? That this woman named uh, Naveen J posted. So no, she was on Raya, which Raya. That? that's the celebrity version of Tinder. So it's oh. su- it's super secret. It's yeah. super exclusive. You have to be invited on by like two different people, I think. Oh, like and, you, and yeah, and you never hear really anything about it until every now and then one of these stories sort of escapes the lab, and you hear about stars that are on Raya. And so there was this t- influencer named Naveen Jay who matched with, I guess, at some point, Ben Affleck no. on Raya. Are they dating now? And she blew it off, unmatched him because what? she didn't think it was real. Oh. And then but so. But when you're on that app, you have to assume because if it's so exclusive. Yeah, I know. But Ben Affleck's a big movie star. I mean, that's Batman, I right? Know. Like. You think maybe somebody's trolling. Maybe somebody got on there. They figured out how to backdoor Ray on there trolling you. But so she matched with Ben Affleck. Yeah. And then didn't think that it was him. So she unmatched. Uh-huh. And then Ben Affleck 
detective that he is, uh-huh. world's greatest detective that he is, Batman, goes and finds Naveen on Instagram. Oh, wow. And sends her a video that just simply says this. Naveen, why did you unmatch me? It's me. No, that's... <laughs> Naveen, why did you unmatch me? Let me listen it's to this me. again. Naveen, why did you unmatch me? It's me. Oh, damn. <laughs> Bruce Wayne hollering at you, girl. He comes at, but, I, but it's very... It's like when you actually see the video, though, it's sort of... It's very unsettling. Like he's way up into the camera and he's just like, Naveen, why did you unmatch me? It's me. Like a mob boss, wow. right? Like it's really wild. Yo, he must really like this girl. I don't know, right? So then she puts the montage up with her words and then his video and everything else. Yeah. And now everybody's like, oh my God, Ben Affleck's back on Raya. Uh, but he got, somebody called him out, not called him out, but somebody found out that he was on Raya back in 2019, I think it was. And then his reaction at the time was just, ha, you got me, I'm dating. Uh, and then pushed to one of his charity initiatives, everything else. But he's out there. Ben Affleck is out there, like, still like doing his thing, feeling hurt on Raya because somebody unmatched. Then he did that thing that everybody else in the world does, which is like, well, I remember your name, but you've blocked me on Raya now. Now what do I do? Well, now I got to go find you on Instagram. Yeah. And then DM and then I you this. DM you on Instagram. Naveen, why did you unmatch me? It's me. <laughs> oh, that sounds so weird, man. Come on, Batman. Lighten up. Roz and Mocha Q&A. Hi, Lulu. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. It's Roz and Mocha. Welcome to the podcast. Um, this is the uh, the portion of the podcast where we answer all the questions that have been submitted, including yours. So go ahead. My question is, what do you hate doing as an adult that you used to look forward to doing as a kid? Um, what's your answer? Um, my answer would be driving um, because I feel like when I was a kid, I looked at it like a game, like it could be like video games, yeah. um, like Mario Kart or even Grand Theft Auto or anything. Um, but then the novelty really wore off after um, getting my license. And now I'm not a big fan. So I would have to say that's my answer. Yeah, my my answer is that's the, really the only thing I can come up with right now uh, would be driving as well, especially on those days where um, all you want to do is get to your destination and you got to sit in traffic. Yes, exactly. Right? And that's, that's when the you're worst. a kid, you, you forget that you're sharing the road with other people. Oh, <laughs> completely. It's not as fun. So three things that I used to look forward to as a kid, meaning I did these things as a kid. I used to look forward to these things as a kid. Okay. Um, but no longer as an adult do I look forward to them at all. Number one, vacations, going on vacation. Oh, wow. Yeah, you, you hate vacation. <laughs> I, I don't want to travel anywhere. Uh, number two, going to people's birthday parties. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, when it was somebody's birthday party, oh, yeah. I, used to, I, I, I could never, I couldn't sit still for a week. Of course. I used to love a birthday party. Uh, and number three is sleeping in. Oh, yeah, I guess. Oh, you, right? you don't look forward to it anymore? No, I can't. I, I have no ability to sleep in. This this past week, like this past weekend, uh-huh. um, I was up at 4.50 on Saturday oh, and, wow. and 5.15 on Sunday. 
Now, does Catherine wake up early or no? She's been waking up a little bit earlier, um, which is like seven-ish kind yeah. of thing. So I still get like a couple hours up. Um, but yeah, so those, I would say those three things for me are things that I always used to look forward to. Like during the week, like when 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 you were younger, I was like, oh my God, getting it for school. And you're like, Saturday, I can sleep in, right? Yeah. Like I used to I used to look mm-hmm. so forward to that. Now, nothing. I know Zero. I called my, my, my sister still live at home and I called my parents yesterday just yeah. to talk, just to say what's up, right? And it was 20 to 12. And I asked my dad, I'm like, hey, where's Lauren and Lisa? And he's like, oh, they're still in bed. Oh, my God. I was like, what? I've been awake since like 6.30. Yeah. <laughs> 6.30. Yeah. That's when my kid wakes yeah. up, you right? Driven, you could have driven to Montreal. And back, right? Yeah. yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> David Moore, do you have something uh, that, that uh, you hate doing as an adult, but you used to look forward to doing as a kid? Grocery shopping. That used to be my favorite thing to do with my dad. I used to absolutely love grocery shopping. I thought you liked shopping. grocery shopping now, though. I don't look forward. No, no. no? I used to oh. love. It was exciting really? when I was a kid to go with my dad, and folding laundry. Wow, you oh. had like a different kind of life. Man. Yeah, big time. Yeah, <laughs> even as a kid, if my folks asked me to fold laundry, uh, boring. But it was, but it was, yeah. uh, my dad and I used to go to the laundromat, yeah. so it was a, it was a thing. So I, I remember as a kid. Hanging out at the laundromat. Yeah. I, I, you're right. You're right. I never, I, cause I never went to a laundromat. I only saw people in movies going to laundromats. And well, first of all, I thought that's a place where you picked up chicks. Right. <laughs> I assure you no. Because just like that's what the, that's what the movies, that's what the movies would tell you. But I, there was something that, there was something else now that I think about this that I used to look forward to when I was a kid that now I dread when it happens, which is being alone. If I knew like my brother was going to be at his girlfriend's place and my parents are going to go out for the night, yeah. I was, I would look so forward to those hours alone yeah. at home, right? Like I was just like, that was the greatest gift when you were living at home was just like an evening by yourself. Uh, now, if I'm alone, I hate it. Wow. If I know that the girls yeah. are leaving and they got something to do or whatever it is, and it's a whole evening, or if they go out west to see her folks, I hate it. I hate being alone. But you also don't like doing things. No, I don't like doing. Else. No, no, no. Like you don't like going to parties. No, you don't like going on vacation. Correct. But you also don't want to be at home by yourself. Right. It's <laughs> so weird. Right. Exactly. Yeah. There's. You, you, you said nothing incorrect. I yeah. still look forward to being alone. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's yeah. because like for you at least, you know, your your life since COVID started changed completely where Matthew was always working during the day when you were at home. So you had like six, seven hours to yourself, but now he's at home. So when you get home from doing this show, he's still there. Oh, and I would binge if I was alone, I would continue binging the show we're watching like him. Now, if we watch seven episodes, we have to stop because it's just too many. We have to take a break. We have to go for a walk. We got to do things. Oh, wow! We can't just sit here and watch another episode. <laughs> wow! I, and I will say this: you, you, you're, you're right, Mocha. Maury's life has, out of the people I know, anyway, yeah. Maury's life has really changed the most. Completely right. Um, in the sense that you used to roll in the house sometimes, like ten thirty, maybe eleven o'clock, and Matthew would get home from work at what time? Like late, six, seven o'clock at Six, night. seven o'clock. So Maury would have between 11 a.m. and 7 p.m. alone. Like more than half your life, you lived sort of single in your condo. Yeah. Right? And that all changed. <laughs> I go yeah. have a nap, wake up. Still alone. Yeah, still yeah, that's that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Go back go to the back of the freezer, find the find the pogos yeah. that, you, that you hid oh, from yeah. Matthew. You can't even hide food anymore, right? No, and I if I ordered like McDonald's back then, yeah. I could eat it, get rid of it, light a candle, get rid of the smell. Yes. Yeah. Throw yeah. the throw the bag down so the chute. So how shoot. do you sneak food? 
it's it's insane. It's it's insanely impossible now. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Like, like my, from here to home, like do you pick up something and just oh, eat in the car? I have candy bars in the glove box for oh the drive God. home now. Oh <laughs> for the drive. Yeah. Maury's life changed so much during COVID. Like so much. Uh, hey, Lulu, thank you so much for the question. We appreciate you. Thank you so much. I'm a huge, huge fan of the Roz and Mocha show and the podcast, so I really appreciate you having me on. Uh, well, between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? I love you all. But I would have to say Roz. And oh. I'm too scared to say a reason um, because everybody always ruins it with their reasons. And then it turns into a whole roast fest. So just to avoid that, I'm just going to say Roz because he's the best. Okay, let's say that we can cut it all out. Like we can edit this and bleep you if your reason is going to make me feel bad. But what would that reason be? Um, I agree with 99% of the things you say, except... Licking your phone clean. Um, Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. And look at that. You know what? I don't have the ability to edit that art. No, come on. Love you, Lulu. You take care. Thank you so much. Bye, love. Bye. Bye. Rachel says here, what is the perfect amount of steps on a staircase? Like, when is it considered to be too many stairs to climb? I think anything higher than 12. 12. I was just going to say anything higher than 12. Yeah. No. Whenever I take the stairs to take the dog out, there's 25 steps down and 25 steps up. Well, yeah, it doesn't change. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like you go down 25 stairs and then somebody like... 18. Yeah, somebody comes over and removes a bunch. Yeah, they're just bigger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think anything more than 12... Yeah, I, for me, for me, twelve is because I'm just trying to think right now of like what it's like to walk. Sort of like if I'm if I walk up from the street, it's like three, four stairs, and then if I go up to see my brother, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Yeah, it's twelve exactly. It? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's twelve. Now, but if, but to me, twelve is the magic number. Yeah. And then if I got If you notice that there's more than twelve, do you like <sighs> skip a step? Do you double step or do you still take each step individually? You know what's interesting? Funny you brought that up because I thought of this the other day, which is I will, like if here at work, right? Uh Like if the, those stupid days that the elevators aren't working, what am I paying taxes for in this place? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, the, The stupid days that the elevators aren't working here. I realized that when I was younger, whenever I went up a flight of stairs, I used to do two stairs at a time. Mm -hmm. Right. I don't do that anymore. But what I do is when I go upstairs, I do every stair. But when I go downstairs now, I do two stairs at a time. What? Yeah. It's, that's da- that's more it's, dangerous. Yeah, more risk for you to fall and smash your head open. Yeah, yeah. But it, does, it doesn't, I don't use all the energy. I can't go up two stairs anymore. I don't have huh. the cardio for it. Are you um, one of those people, will, or either of you guys, one of those people that when you go down the stairs, do you go straight down or do you turn to the side? You know how some people will like turn a baby. The, will turn to the side and like shuffle down the stairs that way. Who does? Uh, first of all, that's a deal breaker. Have I'm not even that? single, and when that's a deal breaker. Down, if they turn, yeah. like your let's parents say didn't teach you right. You're going down the stairs, and like your shoulder, left shoulder yep. out, facing out. No, and you shuffle down that way. No, that your parents didn't <laughs> teach you right. If you're an adult still going down the stairs sideways, like a toddler, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, Tiston says here, would you rather have a rewind button or a pause button on your life? I would say rewind. How far back can you rewind though? Mm. What, what would you pause? Like, let, let's say an hour. Let's say, let's say an hour. Okay. Uh-huh. We're going to, we're going to cycle through. Um, we're going to, we're going to say that you can pause for one hour 
or you could rewind no, but one hour. But when you pause, you're frozen, so I don't understand. No, 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 the no. Concept you wouldn't be. You wouldn't be. Oh, you wouldn't be pauses. Everything around. Everything you around you. So the can, world pauses. So I can look around and enjoy that moment for a little bit longer. Yes. Maury, so, yeah. I know exactly where Maury's yeah, exactly. going with this. I know. Right, like locker room. Yeah, exactly. And- yeah, exactly. Uh, so you would you would do what? You would. Um, pause for an hour as opposed to rewinding for an hour. Well, I'm just trying to weigh out my options here. Because okay. if I rewind, I'm like, okay, so I can relive childhood things again. No, 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 no. no. An no it's hour, an, an hour. hour. Oh, you, you can, can only either, re- oh. you can pause life for an hour or you can rewind one hour. Because if you rewind, you can, can you redo a mistake? Of course. Sure. Yes. Absolutely. That's okay. why I would say rewind. Oh, I would thousand percent do rewind then. Because then you could you could say something that you want to say, rewind, and then take it back. What what leads what lends itself better to monetary gain? Do you think rewind, I think. You think rewind. Absolutely, yeah. Placing bets. Oh, because then you could see you could see the Kentucky Derby, rewind an hour and then place a bet on the horse. Place a bet on the horse. Yeah. Yeah. Pausing though, you could just walk in anywhere and just take all the money you needed. Sure. Right. I guess. But then you'd have to like really, really know. Hey, when do they on on a Lotto Max night? Yeah. When do they close the. Like the. Is it like the end time to. Yeah. To get. I think it's 11. Eight or nine. And when's the draw? And then the draw is at like 10. Oh, so you couldn't do that. You couldn't you couldn't rewind back an hour. And put your Lotto Max numbers in. I think so, I think they no. did that because they know of this question. Right? Yeah. In case we ever get this ability, you're right. <laughs> you're right. One hour time. One hour time travel. They've planned for that. Yeah. It's either ten or eleven. That they See, also, if you had an amazing meal, you could rewind and eat it again. Oh, geez. if you're thinking about food, like if you, if you get the ability well, to pause or rewind life, you're like, oh my god, that soup. <laughs> I could I could eat it again. <laughs> right? That Big Mac was so good. Yeah, but I I would say for monetary gain uh, with the the with the, the the sole purpose the goal of profiting off this ability I would say that the option to rewind life one hour mm-hmm. would be more beneficial than it would to pause one hour uh, Dallas <laughs> I just says this image oh. that if you were to pause because you really had to fart right so you paused so that nobody would hear the fart and then you're like okay continue right and then what i would do is i would rewind <laughs> 5 5 minutes so everybody would get the chance to hear the fart but they would but they would watch you like scrunch your face up really hard which is what you have to do to pause time yeah. so it would look like you just pushed really hard to get that fart out that's what i would do uh, dallas says here what can you talk about for hours on end oh anything if there's one hours. thing, like specific food, I can talk about food for hours. I could talk wrestling for hours. Yeah. I could talk about Back to the Future for hours. Sure, right? you could. Hey, eh? Back to the Future for hours. Yeah, I totally could. I don't know if I could do Back to the yeah. Future. I've for gone through hours. so many different like thought process of where the movie went wrong yeah. in my head. Yeah, you or, know the whole Twin Pines Mall sign, and then when he goes back, it's uh, man, it's Lone Pine Mall. I know that yeah. was like we all discovered that back way back. Yeah. Um, conversation over. You might want to rewind. You might want to rewind a couple, of 35 seconds. What else? Take that music? Back. Music I can talk for hours? I used to be able to. I have no interest in talking about music anymore. No? Not yeah. at all? Zero. Damn Mori? Zero. I have no opinions. I could do Seinfeld for hours and hours. So I used to have this personal trainer and we would do... Seinfeld. We would talk Seinfeld God, for the entire I class. I hated you. I bet you were paying that guy three times more than anybody else was. 
85 bucks an hour. Yeah. <laughs> Had to be. Can, wow. Had I can to do be. Golden Girls. So like TV shows, like Friends, Seinfeld, Golden Girls. Had to be. Believe me, if I'm a personal hours. trainer and the guy I'm training talks to me for Golden Girls for uh, 45 minutes for the whole time, he's paying double. Yeah. <laughs> I can talk. Wait, so in that. I can talk wine. In that. Wine. Uh, no, you can't. For hours? Not. No, you can't. I went on a tour and I was answering all the questions. Okay. Because I took the tour the day before too. Right. Okay. So when it comes to wine, Maury, um, give us the sort of main differences between like a Beaujolais. I knew you were going to say that. Why? Okay. I knew you were going to say Beaujolais. Okay. So give me like the main differences between like a Beaujolais or like something from say California. Okay. Beaujolais, obviously yes. from France. It's okay. also a red, but it has a lot to do with the grape. The Beaujolais grape and the color versus if you say a cab or a Pinot Noir from from California. Okay. You can really tell the difference just by holding it up to the light and seeing the difference in what the about brands. The, the, Nothing the you've smell. said what so far the, is true. What right? about the notes? Are you sure? The notes in the wine. <laughs> Will you tell us about the notes? Okay. Well, the note, it's, you know, once you, once you take a sip <sighs> of the wine, you go... That's how you, you should you, be sipping you do, your wine. No, no, you don't even know what I'm talking about. No, the notes in there. What you're, what you're tasting. The notes so what of are the they, wine. Then? What are they? What well, depends on the wine. You could what, have. Why no. is what is what is considered a note? Like why wood, uh, fruit. But what makes it a note? If you can, the different things you're tasting, the different notes of the wine are the different <laughs> things that you're tasting. And <laughs> the different things you can okay. single yeah. out. Okay, whether it be wood or cherry or. Um, sometimes an elderflower. <laughs> How does that get in there, though? Uh, a lot of the times, it's not added in. A lot of the oh, time, no, it's not. No, of course okay, not. It's, no, hell no. No, and it's dust, what's stupid. rubbed yeah, on the wood. Idiots. What? It's, it's what, rubbed on the wood. Yes. Okay, so they rub it on the wood, and then once it's sitting in there, fermenting for. God knows how long. God knows how long. <laughs> Yo, as, a, as, a, as, a, as a wine expert, I would say that you have to have a better answer as far as how long do things ferment for, but, but other than God I'm knows right how not, long. We've talked about wine for 10 minutes. No, we have not. No, we've we talked haven't? to wine for literally maybe two. <laughs> okay, it's felt like 10. You have, uh, you have one hour and 57 minutes yeah, left. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you kick us so much BS. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, Already asks, do you like sitting in the front yard or back? backyard when you have a moment to relax uh, interesting question i don't know uh no generally the generally the back but i do enjoy yeah. i do enjoy the front and i um i like sitting in the like either on the stoop when it's raining in the front yeah or sometimes like rocks and i the other night just went and, and i just opened up the back of the pickup truck and we just sat in the back of the pickup truck Aww. and she had uh, her bottle of water and i had a can of cider and we just like hung out there for a little while when it was when it was nice but um i just bought for the for the cottage um uh, rocking chairs for the front because everything we did was in the back yeah and i'm like we never hang out in the front and so i bought like to like a grandma grandpa um his and hers rocking chairs for me and Catherine to sit on the front stoop uh, and enjoy life there because I'm like you know I, what's gonna I happen. never I'm never out there. She's gonna move the chairs to the back one day. No, she loves them in the oh, front. Oh, does she? Yeah, That's loves nice. them and loves them in the I front. I don't mind sitting in the front. I like the front. Um, only because every now and then, like if someone like walks by, you can just say hi. Yeah. Ooh. Right. Yeah. Oh wow. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I do enjoy like if I th my preference is obviously the backyard. Yeah. 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 Well, you got the pool and everything else, right? Well, yeah. We were out over the weekend. Yeah. I have this one neighbor mm -hmm. who's across the street. Yeah. This guy has a crazy sound system in his backyard. Oh, no. 
It was annoying as hell. What is he? What does he play? He was playing some other jabroni radio station. Oh, really? Not yeah. even, not even like CDs. No. Oh. Uh, and it wasn't the radio station that was bothering me. Just it the was volume. just the volume of everything. Really? Did you call three one one? No, I didn't. Because we were in the backyard for a while, and then I went and I grabbed my speaker and I started uh, to blast oh, my that's, music. This is how this is the beginning of wars, right? No, now. but I was like extremely close to like walking over and being that guy that said. Hey man, can you just turn it down a bit? Do you think he was playing some of the Jabroni's radio station because he knows that you're his neighbor and he doesn't like you? Absolutely not. No, no, absolutely not. You think there's no chance? None whatsoever. That he was just trolling you? No, because I'll tell you this: the people that we bought this house from, yeah, they were the ones who I, I guess used to have like big gatherings and big parties, right? So when we moved in, this guy, this neighbor, came over. I was outside like fixing up the snowblower or whatever, right? And he came over to introduce himself. Mm-hmm. And he was like, my name is whatever. Mm-hmm. Here's where I live. I'm your neighbor. Uh, he's like, yeah, the uh, the people who you bought this house from used to throw all these parties. He's like, I'm the guy in the neighborhood now that throws all the big parties. You're more than welcome to come oh, by anytime I'm you want. I'm now the guy. And I'm like, hmm. okay, cool guy, whatever. Yeah. But yeah, the, this past weekend, he was playing the music oh, obnoxiously that's cool. loud. That's not cool. That's anyway. not cool. Uh, David Mori. Well, I guess you can't really answer, but yeah, sure. I, let's just say. Well, I, I sit in my dad's backyard, but I've never sat in a front yard, so I don't know what that feels like. You never sat like on a. You never had a house that like had a stoop. No, 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 never. No, hmm. no. So backyard for me then. Um, Mel wants to know when my night terrors started, and if I remember my first one. I don't know. I've always had night terrors. I think they picked up like ten or so years ago. Yeah, ten or twelve years ago. Do I me- remember my first one? Absolutely not. Um, Paige says, would you rather be in jail for a year or in jail until you can solve a Rubik's cube? Oh, solve a Rubik's cube. Yeah. That's my answer too. Because you, I know, I know how to do it. It just takes me a very long time to do it. I would think you'd be able to figure out a Rubik's cube, even as a, like someone who just got it for the very first time, you'd be able to figure out a Rubik's cube. (sighs) If you had all that time every single day for a year. No, because there's no, because there's very specific ways to solve Rubik's cubes. No, I know. But what I'm saying is you are in jail. You literally have a year's worth of time. I think that if you sat there every single day for hours on on end, I think that there's a good chance that if you went in there with a mixed up Rubik's cube Mm -hmm. and somebody said, if you solve this before the end of your sentence and your sentence was a year, I think there's a good chance that you'd serve out your sentence. No, really? You know, all day and all night. Yeah. I would. Oh man. No, I think I could do it. I think you I could think do it. so. Yeah. You literally have all day and all night, 365 days and yeah, nights. Yeah, but it, but if you just continuously do the the wrong thing, okay, you will not get any closer to solving it. And so unless you know how to solve a Rubik's Cube, you will never solve a Rubik's Cube. I guess you could accidentally do it. Yeah. Right? Could you track your movements? Like, what if you wrote everything down? Like, if I turn this way and go left, okay, that didn't help me out. Sure, know, you could then, you could do oh, you, know you could do anything. Oh, you know how many combos you'd have to write down though? Yeah, like it's 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 very mm. like once you know, like when you see those like Rubik's Cube, like those kids who are incredible at the oh, Rubik's Cube, right? Yeah. Where they can do it behind their like back. Like 40 and seconds? Do, yeah, but they, but here's the thing is that for the first thing you would have to do is you would have to you would have to work on absolutely memorizing all sides of the Rubik's Cube before you even start. 
right? Like that's how they do it. Mm -hmm. They memorize everything and they know how to solve it. So here's the thing is that what they're looking at is they're looking at where everything is and they know then where everything has to go specifically in order to solve it. It's not like they look at it, turn it around, and then they just start flipping to get all the colors one side, one side, one side. Do they look, so when you say they look at and memorize it, right? They're memorizing a finished Rubik's Cube and then it gets mixed up or are they memorizing... Like what's placed in front of them at that time? They're 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 looking at a, a messed up Rubik's cube, hmm. and they look at all the sides because they know how to solve it. So they look at all the sides of it, knowing what has to go where specifically. It's not some random thing hmm. where they just start shifting a Rubik's cube around, and then eventually oh. it gets solved. Like I there's, still stand there's by. You have all ways. day and all night to eventually. I get think that. I can still do it. I, I don't think so. I so don't do you think know the so. secret? Or is I there know, a secret? I, yeah, or, or, yeah, not yeah, secret. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, the proper technique. Yes, th- but it's a but it's a lot of steps. Okay, but also yeah. right? here's the trick. That, so if you don't solve the Rubik's cube, you're going to get it in a year anyway. But so, you but if you know how to solve the Rubik's cube, you could walk out of there two minutes later. For sure. But if you're sentenced to a year and you agree, okay, I'll try and solve this. Yes. Either way, you're getting out in a year, so you might as well just take the. Tr- you might as well try. Of course. No, of course you would. But but we were talking about how you had a better chance of getting out early if you solved the Rubik's Cube. I think that if you spend all day, all night, skip your meals, skip going outside or whatever, and just sit in your cell trying uh, this no. thing. No. It would be like like a Rubik's Cube is sort of like this. Like if I if I took if I took a uh, a lawnmower engine apart, mm-hmm. right? All the pieces were apart, and I gave you all the tools to fix it. But I took everything apart and disassembled everything, which is not a lot of stuff. And I told you, sit in this room until this is a working motor again. Oh, geez. I think those are two different things. It's not, though. It's not, though, because... Because one is a puzzle that you're... It's not uh, it's not little pieces that you have to figure but a out how Rubik's, to put them together. But, I know, but a Rubik's, cube, a Rubik's Cube isn't a puzzle in the sense that... Um, it's something that can be sort of fumbled upon and solved in stages. Like you, it is a puzzle in the sense that there's certain things that you need to do first, but it's not like a puzzle where you can accidentally do it. Like it's not like I one disagree. of those. I think you can accidentally stumble it is, onto doing it. It is incredibly difficult to accidentally stumble and solve a Rubik's cube. Incredibly difficult. We'll end on. This also, question. I solved it once by taking all the stickers off. Yeah, well, well we all, everybody used to crack it off yeah. with a with a spoon, right? They go flying around the kitchen. To, yeah, and then you try to put them back on. Yeah, the, and it was never right. Up. Yeah, no, it was never right. Uh, last question here. This one's from Jim. Yes. Who's busier, Roz? Oh. Or damn it, Matthew. Oh, me. <laughs> how do you figure? I mean, how do I figure? <laughs> I think Matthew. Can I, you, well, first of all, I think they're two different busies. No, busy's busy. Well, okay. I mean, Matthew is on setting up uh, interviews. He's on calls all day. He's no, writing a press he's releases. Job. He's doing his job. Like there are not moments where he comes out and plays with the like. He's in front of that no, computer. He's doing all his day. job. He's not like he's. It's not like you can't like say, "Oh my God, he's on Zoom calls." Like we're all doing. That. I know, but like, he's he just a nap at ET Canada. He's just he's just doing his job. I know, but you had times for naps. Like rarely, I work a full day, like a full day. Okay, the only difference is, I mean, Roz does do two. Like he's up earlier. Yeah, I'd say Roz does this and Et Canada, so he's he's working longer. I do, th- I do three Matthew- shows a day. Well, I, think- I do I do this one. Yeah, I do the the thirty minute live show. Then I do the network show, and then in between all that is everything else that I have to do during the day. And I got a kid. 
Okay, but you can't factor the kid in. You it. said who's yeah. busier? Yeah, you can. Absolutely. I thought, this was, I thought this was busier with like work. No, no, no who's this is busier. Who's busier. And you also have to include weekends. So yes. we found out earlier that Roz on some weekends will wake up like before five a.m. Yes. Right. Okay. Yes. What time is Matthew? Not, if you're not what time counting... is Matthew waking up on the weekends? Oh, he sleeps all day. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But I thought we were. I thought this was working busier no. as in work day. It doesn't say that. No, it, doesn't it doesn't say, say who's that. busier in work day. Busier. Who's busier? Roz or damn it, Matthew. Okay, hang on. Yeah. In uh, it, I'm, it's still no. gonna, I'm still gonna. I'm still. I still do more in a work day than Matthew. Uh, I don't does. know why I'm defending my husband. You're busy. Yes. Yeah, yeah. so <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know why I care. I don't know. Why, up on you Instagram. Real hard for I that know. One big too. time. Yeah. He's on Zoom calls. He's setting up things. He's writing press releases. He's writing things. Press releases. I don't care. Like here's the thing. Matthew has done the same job since. Maury's basically been on this show since you guys have been together, right? Even before, yeah. Even before. He's been doing the same job. Never once has Maury ever come in and gone, oh my God, Matthew is so busy during the day. We only know Matthew's <laughs> busy because when Maury calls him to torment him, Matthew says how busy he is. Yeah. That is the only evidence <laughs> of Matthew being busy. If you ask me what he did, I, I, I don't know. You have no idea, yeah. right? Atkins no, no, no. 925 is where you'll find Ask Raz and Mocha. Thank you very much for your questions. This has been so much fun today. And this has been the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hey. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app.